maybe I smoked something, Shaggy. What did you give me? My beautiful wife, and she's great, and I love her. Okay, I'm just gonna remove it so it stops doing that. We're starting. Yes, it's Fio. Fio. F10. Fio. The fifth or God the tenth iteration of the Fast and the Furious. It's gonna be in space. Fio said he's okay with it. No, that. it's not gonna be in space. It's gonna be on Mars, goddammit. Different gravity. They gotta get used to it. I only say that the whole, the, the whole the trailer thing. shows them in a spaceship hey, car. Hey, so. The whole thing <coughs> you know, the whole thing is there's gonna be like a bad guy named Pilon Fusk. Or some you shit like that, who was the first here. one to Mars and then started sending all these radical cars to Mars and has a monopoly of Mars cars. And so yeah. Dom and them Sounds have like to... Sounds like a cunt. <laughs> Sounds like someone I'd like to sink a hatchet into. And don't forget the electric truck, or the uck, as I call it. And then and then and Dom and his crew is going to be like, have to go through like Armageddon training, where it's like three weeks. <laughs> Teach a nostril out the drive before that. Yeah. So, Felon Pusk. You've got, like, let's. Pusk. let's with an sorry. Yeah, Pusk. Go with PH. Yes. <laughs> let's give him some interesting character development. Okay. He, he portrays himself as some kind of, like, genius. No, he's an omnipotent god creature. Meme lord. And, and omnipotent god creature. And he's like an entrepreneur, but all he is is just like a spoiled he actually, kid who got he, money from his He parents. actually developed Pay Me, which is it's like a Venmo kind of thing. Ooh, it was pretty money from like a sapphire mine. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Uh, no, it is, no it is. it's gotta be villainous. So maybe like his parents' money comes from like slavery. Like slavery. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck um, Elon Musk. We're talking Elon about Elon Musk or just <laughs> I was combining the both of them, by the way. Just one might as well. One is he actually, bald, one, one looks like a what he does. He, yeah, yes, he actually he's like he's like I'm an omnipotent god creature because he actually like terminated himself too. So you have to have a little bit of Arnie in there as well to make sure he's like invincible. Okay, so who's playing him? Um, hang on. Uh, John Krasinski. <laughs> but he's bald. Absolutely. I feel like John Krasinski. No, I'm sorry. It's John Krasinski, bald from Threat Level Midnight. So he's got the gold face paint and everything. Okay. Like, yeah. right, just as fucking eccentric as you, you can. You know what? Be. That can happen. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. These guys are very cool. I was listening to. I was just have Elon Musk in it. Sorry, we're talking about the Fast and Furious friendship. But, like, I've been listening to podcasts, and every podcast does. Some iteration yep. where they watch the Fast and the Furious because it's fuck fucking wild. And the podcast that it I was listening me. to was talking about how, like, at one point in time, there was a list compiled of like all the bad guys that are still existing in the Fast, uh, the FNF universe, and like Fast to just verse. bring them back in FIO, whatever one. And I'm hoping it's ten to be like a Suicide Squad. So it's like, here's all the bad guys going against Dom and his like crew. Six. Yes, yes, but it's on Mars now. Yeah. Like the Sinister Six. Man, you know what? I, oh my I like god, the it's, called, six. it's called Fio. It's M10 because that's the amount of G forces you have to reach to get out of the fucking atmosphere or some bullshit. 
Oh god, it's so it the shit writes itself, guys. It really does. Does. Like, why do you think god. there's nine of these movies? They fucking write themselves at this okay, point. So again, another point they were making is like had had Diesel had been stayed on. Uh, Mark Sinclair, please. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> if if he had stayed on for Too Fast, Too Furious, and like they think it would have died out, but because we had Too Fast, Too Furious with Paul Walker and can't remember his name. It's a black guy. I can't remember what's his name. Tyrese. Tyrese. Thank you. No, Tyrese is a bad guy. Fuck, it's a good intro though, isn't it? Holy shit, it's undercover Afro and shit. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, and then you get Tokyo Drift, and then you bring back Vin. So that hype is the only reason that. Those movies would have died out. But died. instead, Paul Walker did. And, oh, and then they're talking about, like, yeah, we only lived a quarter mile at a time. Oh, we're just going to keep making a new one of these every two Stop years and just cashing in for $25 million paychecks because <laughs> fuck it, who cares? These movies are going to last until Vin Diesel dies. So. 100%. I can make that. <laughs> uh, uh, woo! So, welcome. Vin is our sixth, Jared. Who's in that? We're not even fucking there yet. Okay, so, I'll, I'll get back to this segue a little bit. So, uh, well, welcome to One and Oddcast 116. Uh, Sven, son of Magnus. Yeah, that's me, baby. That's Tubin. What's up? Uh, Michael? Yeah, I'm the one that's got the idea for FIO, so go ahead and at me whoever's going to be directing Michael's that. Michael's got all the movies. I hate how you keep calling it FIO. I do, too. Uh, but I, it's how I, I age, like, ten minutes. But, but, it's, but you fuckers know that's what it's going to be called. Hey, you know, how you mean? Oh my god, it's not. It's gonna be FX. Oh, oh fuck, it's gonna be god FX. Damn it. FX. I mean, god damn it! Let's give them some credit. Fucking god who, uh, damn it! I'm so reiterated Fast and Furious a couple so times. So pissed you off, Fast and Furious, too Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious, Go Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. Oh, well, they could do Fast the Fast and Furious. The Furious. That one's a good one. Off. That, <laughs> that, one. Good. Uh, that one's a good one for, for number eight, Fate of the Furious. That Welcome to our mini series. This is the Fast oh, and the Furious no. series. Fed and Michael please and Anthony. No. We're going to be watching no. all of the uh, Fast and Furious movies, kind of like a Harry Potter marathon, just back to fucking back. I am going to. I could. I have them all at home for my. I room will drive I up to Portoski. That is what I will do. I will take a four-hour trip up north. Just to, I'll say hi to a but friend but the and drive back. But the but the movies are only two hours long, so you'd only be gone for. I'd be gone for two eight hours. Yeah, so. F- uh, uh, yeah, you'd be gone movies. for all of them it's, except for Hobbs and Shaw. And oh, I forgot about really Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw. Shaw. It's really important it's that I part get of it too, right? Like, uh, it may not be hey, numbered, but Hobbs and Shaw is just a brand new band. Six and a half hour drive, buddy. Oh, me and Jared are just gonna be on. Welcome, welcome to our miniseries. This is the Fast and the Furious and Jared and Michael no, Anthony's no, assholes. No, no. So it's uh, fine. So <laughs> I, I do want to I do want to say though before we get into our topic, uh, with Hobbs and Shaw, I will say like I did watch it. I had a lot of problems with it. A lot of fucking problems with it. The one thing I did enjoy though, the Ryan Reynolds, the little bit he was in there, he was fun. Ryan Reynolds, he was a Hobbs very fun. Shaw? Yeah, he's like a liaison for them of like what they're doing. Like, like bodyguard. There's a point. <laughs> There's a point during the end of the movie where, like, the base yeah, is getting raided yeah. and he's, like, bleeding out and they just have this whole thing about him <sighs> talking to them about, like, oh, you guys well, could use God, a bomb? No, watch it. That's great. You know, I could use... I could use some help, guys. I'm bleeding out here if you guys... I don't know if you know where I... Like, they had... They, he was a fun little tidbit that was not oh, really useful. Welcome to episode 116. It's the Fast and the Furious. Here. So. So. Nas. What is Nas? What magnets do? 
Well, they attach to other magnets and certain... Yeah, no, but scientists always be lying, so... But magnets actually keep the birds from spying on you, because remember, if it flies, it spies. I like that. <laughs> All right, it's pretty fucking good. I have a couple of things to talk about, but they're not related to today's uh, topic. Would you like me to save them to the end, since we've already wasted enough time? No, you know what? Just, just go ahead. Uh, no, no. Uh, intermittently. Throw them intermittently. Yeah, you know what? Intermittently. We need a venom break. There, there is, there okay. is. As we were talking, I my, venom, my, mouth. my venom knowledge is Eric Foreman, Tom Hardy. You And some iteration in the Ultimate Spider-Man, where they're at the parallel Earth in the exact opposite position on the other side of the sun at all times from our Earth. Okay, so I do want to bring something up, uh, a story that was sent to me. I brought it up to Anthony and Sven uh, on Friday oh, when we recorded CLT. Fucking assholes, just uh, leave me out of it. It's fine, I don't care. I, well, it was something, I was supposed to bring it up. I was supposed to bring it up Thursday, and I, it slipped my mind. We had too much fun Thursday. Uh, we did? It was Thursday. Anyway, so... Yeah, we talked about E3 and then that's right. long ass conversation about dicks. Oh yeah, I didn't get to that part. Anyway, a uh, story was sent to me and I see it popping up everywhere. I should have brought it up Thursday. We would have been more ahead of it. But, you know, we're not professional. We've admitted that. So, uh, Jeff Goldblum starting a, a, po- a D&D <laughs> podcast. Uh, I thought that was really neat. I heard him talking about it. Uh, yeah, so, uh, nerdy old Jeff Goldblum. Uh, which I did actually find out from... Uh, other like celebrities yeah. talk whatever. Apparently, he is very fucking nerdy. Yeah. He just doesn't present it to people, but he's he very much he a fucking nerd. The Silver Fox. That's one of my one of my favorite. He's Jeff Thomas stories. He's Thomas uh, Bloomflower. Whatever, but, right? but basically, he's uh From he had said that he has a lot of money and he you know he has a lot of free time, which is why he did the whole cooking with Jeff Goldblum stuff. Uh, but he's like, I know a lot of celebrities who also like nerdy things, so fuck it. I'm just so, gonna use my resources and the money I have. I'm gonna do a D and D thing, and I'll just pull celebrities on. That's, right so that's my issue with this. Oh, and he's the dungeon master. So. It's, ah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say something, and it may be an unpopular opinion, but wow. hey, if you have a hundred million dollars and no, no, nothing else to do with yourself, please don't start a podcast because some of us are actually trying to start a podcast and don't have all the resources that you do do, and are trying to make it big where you're already <laughs> big. So. Why the fuck do you need more followings? Just trying so to work it out. For a look behind the scenes for us, uh, I, I you know I look into things every now and again. And yeah. I put them on like my wish list. Oh yeah. Oh. oh, you forgot you didn't edit CLT. I mm-hmm. know oh, because I hadn't gotten an email yet. So. I sent that to you. Oh, did you? I did. Wait, which one did we do? Giants. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you that, might you that, might have that that's been in your skull firing on all cylinders. Is it? It is. Uh, but uh, so I looked into some mics that I'd want to get us uh, eventually. Yeah. Uh, nope, that's on me. It didn't send. I, okay, I thought I was going crazy there for a minute. Like, I don't think well, I got any. Both are but... very possible. Gas lit. Oh, there we go. Uh, but uh, there, there was a uh, there's a sure microphone a microphone uh, which the sure mics for anybody who doesn't use microphones and whatnot. They're they're one of the more higher rated for audio stuff because they're they're very much attuned to whoever's speaking to it. You know, pick that person up, and it's very good about blocking other people. Even like with how close we're sitting at this table, like you could have a setup like this, and it wouldn't pick Sven, Mike, and Anthony up while I'm talking. It would be sold for me. I just over talk everyone, so that's gonna be in too. Uh, so the, the, they're they're they're. I found one that's half the price of the more uh, professional one, I guess. But the one that I looked up, uh, what I was able to find, had USB and cardio, however the fuck you pronounce it. Uh, it had, had both options. Uh, 
But it is expensive, but it is something that uh, I, I want to work towards getting us four of those and working on from there. Uh, just so that we can upgrade what we're doing and everybody can enjoy better. Uh, but, you know, from what I have heard from all of you, uh, Cloud, I'm talking to you, you fucking Canadian bastard. Uh, they enjoy uh, they enjoy listening. So, you know, thank you. Uh, Patreon.com slash outcast then. $1, $3, $5. Man, that's the worst way. segue since fucking Paul well, it, you know, if you go there, the littlest bit, like, it's savings I can put aside to help buy the extra shit that I have in yeah. my wish list of things I want to do that are expensive. Uh, just one more quick thing. The uh, the other thing is, is Jeff Goldblum isn't going to need to build a following. He's just going to release the first episode. It's going to have 100 million. He's going to go to a million right away. And it, and really, fucking Jeff Goldblum. it really pisses me off. <laughs> that, message like, I don't put a whole lot of effort into, like, my podcast and things like that because I know my audience, and as we get... More and more, it, it I'll progressively get better. But it's one of those things where, like, you know, no, I know what you mean. I get it. You can use I your celebrity it. powers to do anything. Go end world hunger, you piece of shit. Make a porn. No, good. He's gonna go ahead and just start a D and D podcast where it's gonna be a bunch of celebrities that yep. don't know what they're really doing, but really like nerd shit. Working pretty well. And. They'll all be like one-offs because I doubt like you're gonna get fucking Chris Evans on for a whole fucking campaign. You could, you could get the bully from uh, Spider-Man. Guy plays Flash Thompson. So anyway, you know, <laughs> speaking Grace Flash. might want to be on you there. Topher Grace might. Speaking of Spider-Man, as yeah, I you're announced, you're fucking welcome. As I meant, uh, announced uh, about a week ago, there uh, we were doing Venom, which is brought on watching Leo on a podcast. They were shit talking Venom. And then he clarified it was the movie Venom, which I still had a problem with. I'll get into that when we get there. Uh, but I decided to do a little relaxed fit Venom where we're just going to get basic information hosts. And we're not getting into super detail with the main universe because, man, it, it's fucking three novels worth of shit I would have to try to read off. And I wasn't doing that. So I'm giving very basic things of how many different hosts he's kind of had in the progression to where he is now. Yeah. Uh, which the newest story, King in Black, is one that I, I still want to read all, but I've only gotten bitten to pieces. Uh, but it's very interesting. Anyway, so yeah, we're talking about Venom, guys. Venom! What is Venom? A Venom is what a snake has when it bites you. It's something that talks I'm, I'm actually pretty sure that Venom is an energy drink, and it comes in two kinds, purple or red, and it's supposed to be really good for you and give you some sort of superpowers where I hear you Pointy teeth and get and get obstructed by a bell tower. Also, That's your weakness is a bell, like a fairy. I also it's I, an iron bell. That I also gets hear you. this drink will give you uh, stone powers, especially in the kidney area. Oh, of course, of course. You actually piss rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> so the long and short of it. Wait, uh, I, were we wrong? Yes. Okay. No, I was not wrong. So, I mean, you're not wrong for the energy drinks or. Stop. Or a literal venom. You weren't specified. I thought you. Were, I thought you were trying to make a segue into. His oh, we're name. talking about capital V venom. Oh, capital V. Capital venom. V venom is a formula in the DC universe where it gives Bane his powers of most strength. Oh my God! I was hoping when he got you before I could. I want to kill you. <laughs> I want to kill you, but I can't. You, you just, you I just walked at us about <laughs> this is anyway, our payback. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Are you getting more venom? Are you looking up more? You fucking piece of shit. Listen, you bitched at me on Twitter when I go, hang on, hang on, hang on. So fuck off. I wasn't. Well, I was just. Yeah, no, it was. <laughs> 
that, that was more of a, hey guys, if you ever listen to an episode, well, you all well, know what this is. Michael says, hang on, hang on, hang on, well, something's well, coming. Um, there's this great video he had to look up. It's called, uh, it's Madagascar Abridged. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one, yeah. They got demonetized. Consider this great, beautiful scene of uh, Mort's. And King Julian, <laughs> and he he re-released it, cast it. It's such a great scene. I'm so sad that he had to re-release it, but the original is still out there. So if you have Jared, we might be watching that afterwards. Yeah, I can't find. Keep playing my times. nipple. I'll give you. A... If, is your nipple this high? No, you were close though. Oh, yeah, I'm going into your pocket. Nope. Anyway, uh, so the long and short of it, Venom up. Uh, Dude, you should see his dad's nipples. They're like the size of a dime. Mm -hmm. You got no nipples. He's a lucky man. Anyway, <laughs> so the long and short of it, Venom and Marvel. Uh, it's a living oh, Marvel Venom. It's a living organism uh, that relies on a host to survive and grow. Oh, like like some sort of symbiotic relationship. Yeah, it's a symbiote. Or I'm sorry, let's say yeah, let's say symbiote like fucking Sony pieces. <laughs> like they did for that trailer until they got that until they got the fucking. Hey, that made me so mad with that movie. That, that was the one thing. The Symbiote. I'm like, who? Why are you overpronouncing the I? What the? Anyway. So, there, there. Okay, so there's some clarifications we have to make for what people may know because there was a new story they put out called "The King in Black," where it introduced. Uh, Peter Grace is Venom. Introduced the origin to what Venom's kind is. The because We'll get into that. We'll get oh, into that. They're a fucking sword, my apologies. We'll get into all of that, Anthony. We'll, we'll be getting into the very confusing history that they've given this character. Uh, that worked out in the end, but was confusing getting to that point. You pissing on my on the microphone? What the fuck? Some good ASMR. Hope y'all enjoyed that. That's relaxing as fuck. So... So, yeah, so for the long and short, the, the original storyline for Venom was that he was cast out by his race, the Quintar, uh, because they felt that he was uh, deranged and they didn't want him to... They didn't want him to uh, delude the genetic pool of the Quintar. They're yeah. like, this, there's something wrong with him, get him out of here. Is this before or after Spider-Man took him for an alien shirt? Way, way, way before. Turns out Spider-Man didn't come till way the fuck after the fact. There was a lot of shit that happened to this poor guy way before he ever met mm -hmm. Spider-Man. Which explains also the bad situation Spider-Man had with him, which we'll get into. Was he always called Venom? Or did he have a fun cool name before then? Like, it was... uh, I don't think I wrote it down, but there was a thing about asking Venom why he calls himself Venom. And Venom's response to that was that his race doesn't have names. They don't have meanings like we would. So calling him Venom was something given to him. And because they don't actually have names, he's like, okay, well, yeah, I'm just Venom now. And that just kind of stuck with him after that. But originally, they don't have names. They're just Clintar. They don't give themselves that, each other names. That, that, that makes sense. Because they're symbiotes. They survive off something else, so they don't bother getting a name. Uh, anyway. The real story behind the Clintar. Uh, so this is the whole thing where we met the planet of the Clintar, uh, which is something we'll get into with hosts later of how that happened. But eventually, they you end up getting to see the Clintar home planet, and they talk about, oh, we're a race of this blah, blah, blah. We want to be heroes. That's not the case. That's not how they originally started. Oh, really? This, yeah. So this is more than what I've known. Uh, so they were spawns of the god of darkness known as Null. Uh, and how do you spell that? K 
K-N-U-L-L. I put him in the chat, too. He's the creepy guy. Uh, I sent it in the chat, which all of you can look it up. Uh, but he's a guy sitting on a throne. He looks very fucking creepy. He's Christian Bale. No. No. Oh, wait, that's Gore. My that's apologies. Gore. Completely got, different character. Sorry, I got the, got the one sub uh, names messed up. My, my so, I'll, I'll give you guys the rundown of Null from what I know. Like I said, I'm still trying to read King of Black. I, I just ended not long ago, so I'm still trying to fucking catch up with it. Uh, but essentially, Null is the god of darkness, and the Clintar, as they call themselves now, were just his spawn that he would sick onto planets, and they would just... We know them as symbiotes now, right? They're it's a symbi symbiotic relationship. That is not what they were at first. At first, what they would do is take over the host, dominate them, and then you're just part of Null now. You are not a being. Uh, so they were parasites before the symbiotes. A very, very bad parasite. Oh, man. The only kind of good parasite... It's not a parasite that needs to survive off you. It's just more... The yeah, universe is... Right. They're mutualistic parasites. Now they are. But originally, that was not... Originally, it was very much they would dominate whatever it is they attached to, and that is just null now. You are not a being anymore, and eventually you mm. decay, and then they'll move on to the next So thing. he looked bored. Uh, so he wanted the universe to be encapsulated in darkness. The story that's revealed is that when he went to Earth the first time, he encountered Thor. Yeah, he, he, had, he hadn't encountered any other kind of being that had tried to stop him. But in the early days, he came, came down to Earth, he met Thor. Thor gave, you know, lightning, all that good shit. Beat the shit out, <laughs> yeah. of, his, out of his little spawn of minions. And because, uh, as they put it, the light that he hadn't wit been witness to before, the, there was a light that, you know, because he wants dark. It put him in, like, uh, basically he went dormant. He's like, I'm not going to fuck with Earth. Whatever the fuck is there, like, that didn't feel very good. We're not going to fuck with that. Eventually, he gets stopped and basically Apparently. put into a slumber. Uh, they they kind of put a cabal to him, kibosh to him. They lock him up in the inner sanctum of what is the Clintar planet, and he goes into a deep sleep until he knows that one day there will be something that comes that will allow him to encapsulate the universe in darkness as he wants. You said they put a cabal on him. Did they put a cano on him, too? Fuck yourself. Okay. Uh, but the, the other part <laughs> to that, uh, Venom. Uh, Venom's early, early on. Uh, the reason he's cast... <laughs> I'm sorry. God damn it! The reason he's cast out, Null puts him on a planet. Venom takes over a bunch of rats, but instead of trying to dominate them like he wanted him to, but instead of dominating them like they wanted him to, yeah. Venom decided I'm going to make them apex predators so they can survive because I feel we shouldn't be dominating things. We should be helping them live. And Null was like. Fuck out of here with that nonsense. Yeah, We're he, taking him over. We're not is trying to help them here. He is a loser, like they say in the Venom movie. See, the problem is the they sent him away. They locked him up, right? Right. So Venom's first host, when he was discovered after being cast out by Null, was uh, the Kree. Right, which so which we saw with Captain Marvel. We all kind of got to feeling what the Kree were. But they're less blue in Captain Marvel. They need to be more blue. That's fair. Uh, but no, so the Kree find it. Uh, the Kree don't know it's a living organism. They just know that if they put it on, it lets them turn invisible and things. Like, it gives them more infiltrating abilities. So they're like, hey, we're going to use this, like, weird soup thing we found. They kind of realize that it has sentience because it starts communicating with the person that's attached to it. They're like, oh, that's weird. So yeah, anyway. I think that'll do it. Uh, hey, my suit's talking to me. <laughs> so, so the Kree, uh, you know, they suit up a soldier uh, named uh, Telkar. And they put him, the scrolls have a bunch of captives, so they're like, hey, we're going to put you into the scroll armada, you're going to rescue these captives, and you're going to get out, 
this suit will, you know, whatever. It'll make you invisible to the radars and shit. You can get in and out. The problem with that was while he was capturing, while he was getting the captives, shit goes haywire, right? Like, ship starts going down. The failsafe was to basically shock the suit, get the fuck rid of it, just burn all evidence, whatever. We get out of here, we save our people, we don't fucking need that thing. Anyway, it's creepy. <laughs> Venom, uh, so Venom's in the ship, crash lands. He survives, because it's Venom, I mean, you know, comics. Uh, so Venom survives, and he kind of just waits it out. He's found by an unnamed alien, and I say unnamed because they didn't give him a name. But this is where it gets interesting, or I guess interesting, but also where you start to feel bad for Venom, because he just has a shit run of luck with his life. Because the unnamed alien puts him on. And without reading the note. Does anybody want to take a guess what this unnamed alien uh, does with a suit that lets you kind of do whatever you want? Uh, hang on, hang on. Uh, does he snap uh, half of existence out of, out of... Might as well have. Okay, so he just goes on bloody goddamn yeah. rampage. Is it that guy? Is that the unnamed alien? No. Okay. No, because that's clearly uh, fucking Dark Elf from... Well, I thought you were just trying to be coy. Was... No, 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 it's literally an unnamed um, name. What they never gave it a name. He... It's just to explain something about Venom. That I was kind of happy that they gave some kind of explanation about it. He commits a genocide. Yeah, he just genocides everybody on his home planet. There's not a reason given. He just, he like, Venom lets him do whatever he wants, so he's like, oh, fuck everybody else. I'm just going to genocide them. The problem with that is... The symbiotes themselves respond to their host, so any hormones or brain thought, whatever, mm -hmm. it responds to that. Venom hasn't really had a host to really do a whole lot, and the first person he gets that has sentience to do more is a bloodthirsty fucking genocider. So it instills in Venom's DNA bloodthirst, anger, violence. And that's something that the Venom suit holds on to, because that's all it fucking has. It was with him the longest so far. Mm, that makes so, sense. That makes sense. as it's put, he becomes addicted to rage, which explains some things that happen later. So then... And he gets the red power end. So then Venom get, uh, gets found by the Clintar again, who are not in the... At this point, nulls away, sealed away, whatever. Morph? This, the, 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 the spawns he's made have decided to call themselves a Clintar... Yes. The home planet of the Clintar. Because they're symbiotes, they it sounds like they originated as symbiotes. They've always needed something. Yeah, they've always just been a spawn of null, and that's it. Is there like was there like like a client race or slave race on their home planet that was like their go to basically their puppet? Anything that null brought to them, they took over. That was that was it. They, like, they can kind of live on their own, but he wanted to engulf everything, so, like, they were his way of, everything's going to be darkness, this is my way, fuck you. And nobody and nobody was powerful enough to stop him at that point. He was one of the first gods to exist, and he's like, darkness, fuck everything, this is how I do it. Anyway, so the Clintar, uh, at this point, they're on their own, they establish themselves as the Clintar, they make a fake... Basically, losing their memory of Null, they establish themselves as a race, and they have like a backstory that they think is their rip origin. Uh, they believe Venom's part of, I believe it's the 998th... 998, yep. Yeah, the 998th race, whatever, of the Clintar. And they think that that makes... There's something about that where like he's evil, and they basically they see his rage that he has, and they're like, oh, he's not like us attaching to heroes. He wants to kill and murder. There's something wrong with him. We go back to that point again. He gets locked up on what turns into Battle World from the Beyonder. This is where we get the things that we kind of know now. 
uh, which is at first he's he, he's found by Deadpool, who needs the new suit because the suit's kind of fucked up. And he finds it and he's like, oh, black ball of goo. And then it makes a suit. He thinks, oh, it's just kind of mimicking my suit. But then he realizes that it's trying to interface with his brain. And Deadpool is like, ooh, I'm crazy as shit. That's not good. And puts it back. He's like, yeah, no, no, no. You don't, you don't want any part of this. But like, yeah. you know, and, sorry about that. But and you he, don't want part of it. He does that. say one thing from Deadpool's brain. I love Spider-Man. That doesn't last. That's so good. That's um, a good after this, Spider-Man ends up stumbling <laughs> upon it because during Battle World, he gets all fucked up. He needs a new suit. Again, finds a black ball of goo, touches it, and all of a sudden, it's a suit. Yeah, they they told him like, "Hey, you can find an alien suit suit like in that in that in this building." And walk, Spider-Man walks in, and is like, "Oh, clearly this is it." Uh-huh. Meanwhile, there's like an Iron Man suit like <laughs> off in the distance yeah. he never looked at. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Peter Parker, 16-year-old. Not a smart kid. Yeah. But a genius uh, intellect. So, during the secret... Uh, this is all Secret Wars Battle World shit. Anyway, the Venom suit makes a symbol of a spider. Well, Peter assumes it's reading his mind because you know, a spider on the Spider-Man suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. That's actually uh, a version of the symbol of Null's dragon. Because Venom still has some remnant memories of Null, as they all do. And I call that a fucking retcon there. It is a retcon <laughs> to, to, to like go with Null. But uh, basically, that's how they explain it. Uh, you see the symbol again when the dra- when Null's dragon comes out. Uh, but anyway, Spider-Man goes home. We all know this black suit Spider-Man. Uh, we saw it in Spider-Man 3, Tobey Maguire. We did. No, that wasn't Tobey Maguire. Cobra Grace. Cobra Grace, yeah, come on. And Tobey Maguire. <laughs> You mean when he went all emo? Yep. God, it's fucking so bad. It's not even. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't know. I like yep. it was a different time. It was. The, <laughs> you're not supposed to like him. You're supposed I to think him as a joke and laugh at him in the suit. But why did? Okay. It was just the suit, and I realized that the symbiote or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Symbiote. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like interface with his brain a little Made bit. Made more confident. Sure. But why then go emo if you're if you're, you're a douche? The yeah, explanation. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, hang they on. have an explanation in the movie. They do. Hang on. You already in the first movie don't need glasses. You're super strong. Yeah. And have tiny cuts where your emo shit should have been, but it shoots spiders now. <laughs> Any other any other person would have went out for like track team Maybe. or football team or used their powers to their advantage to get the hot chicks and the poon. Yeah, but great power comes great responsibility. With great poon. Right? Uncle Ben, I'm sure, was not talking about the powers that Peter that he didn't know Peter had. I'm sure he was talking about the big old swing genetic Parker Dick. Poon that Parker could have been getting if he was just a little bit more confident. Well, exactly. Right? There's the a reason I choose to be single, and it's not because I have a crippling disability, anxiety, and shit like that. It's because with great power comes great responsibility. So I can't just be swinging dick wherever I want. It's your choice so, to be single. Shut up. <laughs> So, Mike, what you're saying is that you would like him to be a woman man and hit on a lot of women, even if they would reject him because he's so confident. Yes. Like in Spider-Man 3. 
but not as an when emo like, dude. But not as an emo dude, because why does the Oh, blacks... so it's the alternative style that's the issue here. Well, you got to remember, Peter Parker, nerd, dork. So that's probably his idea of what a cool person is. Can I just... Probably you know what? Costumes are cool. Costumes hit me up. <laughs> I'm kidding, don't. Please do. It's like, it's not... I feel morally obligated to yeah. rebuke you here. That's fine. If I got the Venom suit, okay. I would absolutely use it to bring about the downfall of late-stage capitalism. No, no, I'm not saying... I'm not... I'm, I encourage that fully. I just don't understand... Yeah, I know. I don't understand dirty. why putting on a suit decided to make him wear mascara and part his hair differently. They, because they, Venom is gay! <laughs> oh my god, oh. Venom's in the goth boys! Hey, hang god on. damn it! Hang hey, on. Can you give an explanation? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Supposedly he was hang there hang in the hang 70s hang and then left, which hang doesn't make fucking hang sense. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, you don't remember hang that? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. That's headcanon now. I accept that. I accept. I accept. I accept Sven's reality, and I am no longer upset about this. No, they they uh, fucking Doc Connors brings that up in the movie when he's analyzing the suit that something about it was there in the seventies, which doesn't make any fucking sense to the premise of that movie. But so what? We get fucking. We get to the seventies. All of a sudden, he's just gonna have a flock of girls. That is literally why he goes from Doc. No wonder why he goes to Topher Grace. Anyway, (laughs) back to what I was saying. <laughs> so unlike that piece of shit movie, uh, it was not well, Doc Connors. I just Connors. kick your ass then, huh? It was not up your ass. It was not Doc Connors who analyzed that suit. No, it was uh, Reed Richards. Yes. Yeah, so Spider Man, once he gets back to Earth, realizing that the suit dumbass answer word just. I did. You did. Uh, Spider-Man goes back and realizes that th- this new suit is communicating with him, which he finds really weird, and it's not... At first, it starts as, like, little yeah. hints of things of, like... <laughs> the suit starts reacting yeah, to what he yeah. wants to do. It starts mimicking yeah. things. Which, this is where Venom learns how to make webbing because it attached to Peter, and it learns off the DNA of its host, so he learns to make webbing. But then, once he gets back to Earth, he realizes it's having full-on conversations with him, and he's like, question. that's not normal. I have a question. When Spider-Man has the Venom suit on, is the webbing black? Yep. Why? Some well depends on the writer. Because parts. Venom is not making web; he's just extending himself. Yeah. So there's just bits of Venom hanging everywhere. I'm, I'm yeah. sure that. I know they just falls out. My other question home. is: is like or if we're going, if, we're go- if it extends, it can retract. Well, that's yeah. a grappling hook, and that's different, and I don't accept that reality. Um, a fleshling hook. The fact that you accept gay goth boy Venom, but not Venom extending this. himself, I just, okay, it speaks to your character, Michael. Here's I'm why I don't accept it. Because you shoot the web, right? You grab, you swing, and then you shoot the next one, and then it's just hanging there. So it's going to retract back. Yeah. And then also, just really quick, if it's just part of the Venom, it's kind of like it's kind of like Tony Stark's... Uh, thank you. Where, like, yeah, if he blows off a leg... He doesn't have the leg anymore, and if he wants to protect the leg, he's got to take some from the arm to protect the leg. Oh, well, that comes up later, God too. There's it. a whole thing with that. Uh, Pissing me off. So anyway, yeah. So Spider-Man gets back to Earth, realizes it, goes to the Fantastic Four. Reed Richards uh, analyzes it, and he's like, hey, by the way, this isn't a suit. This is a living fucking organism. You probably shouldn't be bonding with it the way you are. So they, they take it, they put it in a little capsule, and they do their tests on it. Like, where did it come from? Why is it doing this? Where will it go? So at this point, 
Uh, you shouldn't bond with this super awesome dark suit that gives you powers. Uh, you well, we're, fuck off, Yank. No, you're going to find out why. So, at hey, this Reed, point... This is making me way more confident <laughs> with the ladies and everything, though, so why don't you fuck off while I fuck... There is a fucking reason! The invisible woman. Yes, what's the reason? So, at this point... He's been rejected by every host he's had. Nobody wants him. Venom. That's fine. The anger that Venom was already feeling that's in his genetic code from the first host I mean, he had. Ben died to get away from him, so. He feels very, very, very angry at this point. So, he talks. Oh, yeah, Venom reaches out to. Venom reaches out to Reed Richards' son. Frankie. <laughs> yes. A little. Uh. He tries to reach out to Frankie, like, hey, like, I don't belong in this test tube. Like, hey, I'm perfectly fine. You can trust me, kid. But then he realizes that Frankie has powers beyond anything he's ever fucking seen, which is that Frankie can literally manipulate reality to whatever the fuck he wants. And Venom's like, oh, that's fucking terrifying. Get the fuck away from me. I don't want to be a host with you because that's fucking terrifying, kid. You're just making fucking dinosaurs appear in your hand and then just, that's fucking creepy. Get the hell out of here. Um, so yeah, uh, it escapes, tries to bond with Peter, and it misses. Then they, they try to capture it again, and Venom escapes. It goes on to a tourist, and then it basically just hides itself away, ends up back in Peter's closet, and instead of becoming a black suit, it just makes itself look like his regular suit. And it's like, if he won't accept me, if I just pretend to be his suit, he'll have no choice but to put me on it, and then I can bond with him. The whole point is it wants to bond with its host. That's how it maintains itself. Same. So, Peter puts on his suit, goes to fight crime, realizes immediately that it's fucking Venom, and it immediately Holy tries shit. to bond with his DNA. He's like, whoa, 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 bro. Whoa, 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 whoa. He puts it on and just like... <laughs> yeah, uh, and... Uh, being with Fantastic Four, uh, Reed Richards also finds that the Venom suit is... Am I? It can be hurt very badly by fire and... I mean, uh, so can I. And loud, like, a loud sounds. Uh, yeah, like, a fairy, uh, like a church bell. Sonic emitter kind of things, like very high frequency. Yeah, like an iron church bell. So yeah, at this point, this is where we do like get the fairy. Uh, so Venom tries to forcibly bond. Peter obviously does not want that. No means no, man. So he goes to Our Lady of our Lady of Saints Church, and that's where we get the whole bell thing because he's like, "Hey, loud noises, get me, get the fuck off me," which rejects Venom, and Venom immediately gets pissed. He's like, "You know what? Fuck you, dude! Like, I gave you more power than you've ever fucking had. Sure, you got a little bit more angry than usual. We're like gonna kill a couple of villains, but I mean, like, who gives a shit about that? That's minor details of the fact that made you strong." And Jared, you can really hate on Spider-Man Three, but that church scene is amazingly adapt adapted in that movie. Everything after that shit, though. Yeah. I that agree. one scene, I is, will say, is, is, so great. is, is, is exactly. what you'd expect. Uh, so while he's recovering from that, uh, you know, having the whole church bell and shit, and he's kind of reeling from it, the anger he already feels is really starting to build up, he gets hunted by some bounty hunters who have come to collect <laughs> this weird oh, suit that they've heard tell about, because Clint are kind of everywhere, and people very much want these things. So, Killer Thrill, Guz, and Cold War... <laughs> Yeah, that is their names. They come to try to take Venom back Wait, to collect a bounty on I'm it. Sorry, what? Killer Thrill, one Guz, word. and Cold War. Okay, Killer Thrill. Yep. It's one word. Yep. And Guz. Taze. I like the name Guz personally. Can I be Guz? Guzzoline. So anyway, uh, Venom freaks out. He he doesn't know how to you know deal with this. 
Oh no, it's Killer Thrill Guz and Cold War. Who does he happen to find? None other than Deadpool. <laughs> You're fucking kidding me. I am not. He, and Deadpool, uh-huh. basically Venom tells, Venom relates to him what the fuck's going on. He's like, hey man, like, look, I'm being hunted by these bounties. They want to kill me and sell me off as a high weapon to highest bidder kind of thing. Deadpool agrees to bond with him. He's like, yeah, I'll help you. Like, I'll help you kill these fucks. Like, fuck these guys, whatever. Uh, but the problem here is after that's all said and done, Deadpool can sense in Venom because they have to connect mentally that he very, very much hates Spider-Man because he's like, Spider-Man's rejected me like three fucking times now. Like, mm-hmm. fuck that guy. We're going to go kill him. And Deadpool says, yeah, no, I'm going to have to say no to that and rejects him again. He's like, yeah, no, that's my buddy. So you get the yeah. fuck out of here with that. We, there's no greater bromance than uh, Deadpool Spider-Man. It's one-way bromance, but yeah, it's great bromance. Yeah. Uh, so he returns to the church, and he's, he's <sighs> utterly defeated. Like, he can't find a host. He's being rejected by everybody. Insert Eddie Brock, who, before yeah, going to the church, you. before going to the church and <laughs> publish this, a story... Is this before or after he put on the mask and people started caring about him? So... Eddie Brock, to give a background uh, for Eddie Brock here, uh, he was a journalist, much like Peter Parker. He tried to break a story on a villain. Worked out a lot. He tried to break a story on a villain. Spider-Man ends up revealing that the villain he's talking about is non-existent. He's just trying to get credibility. Ruins his life. Loses his wife. Fucking everything falls apart. He's at the church praying because a man who's broken, it just tends to be what happens. Anyway. Yeah, when you got nowhere else to turn, turn to God, because that always works out. That's pretty much where he was at. You want forgiveness? Go to church. That's where he was at. Venom senses that he has an ultimate hatred for Spider-Man. He's like, hey, we think alike. Like, oh, go to church. So he bonds on to Eddie. And and they have the agreement of, like, we both hate Spider-Man. We're going to fuck this guy up. Venom, you know, agrees with that. However, the problem here is Eddie's amount of hatred he had contorts and twists Venom's already hatred he has and makes it worse. I, so I, Venom ends up worse than he was before. I, I need to interject something because Gore is from Null ruled the planet that Gore is from. Yep. So I do have a connection. So I'm not crazy. Please continue. <clears throat> so many years... Okay, we're going to jump ahead because there's, there's a lot of shit. It's a lot of comic. This, the character has been out since the early 90s. So there's a lot of shit. So many years later, Eddie develops cancer. Uh, it's revealed in the newest story, King in Black, that the Venom suit had been making him think he had cancer so that it wouldn't he wouldn't unbond with it because it's like, if you need me, you're not going to get rid of me. I keep you healthy. Well, it turns out Eddie does actually end up getting cancer. And at that point, uh, basically, Venom liked to eat people. That's kind yep. of his thing. Yep, he just likes to fucking eat people. He likes to eat brains, specifically. They eat them yeah. That's why he also um, eats chocolate. But at this point in his life, Eddie, uh, you know, having cancer, kind of looking over what he's had to do with Venom and realizes he can't stomach the bloodlust that Venom is getting because Venom's only gotten worse over time. I realize the most mortality is that the people have died. I mean, I guess so. It's more, I guess so, yeah. It just, he can't take, because uh, Venom wants to do it more and more and more, Eddie doesn't want to. Like, Eddie's like, I'm okay with being like the lethal protector kind of thing. Like, if we have to eat a guy every now and again, fine. But like, you're making me become Venom to go eat people regularly, and I'm not okay with that anymore. So he gives it up. Venom feels obviously very rejected. Again. Yeah. Uh, he ends up giving it to a uh, like underground fucking crime mob boss auction as like a super weapon. It's bought by the uh, 
the Magiadon, who gives it to his son, Angelo Fortunato. Now, Angelo Fortunato, oh my god, I love The shortest lived host and most fucking hilarious release of the host. I have the comic panel. You guys are going to love this. Jared, please explain Angelo. So Angelo gets the suit, and he realizes, you know, all the powers and shit like that. Venom reveals to him, hey, do you know Spider-Man's Peter Parker? He's like, what? No shit. He's like, yeah, no, let's go fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> let's go fuck him up. Hey! So, oh! <coughs> Robbie! So Venom and Angelo, they go to a class, Angelo. Re- class reunion that he's at, and Angelo quickly... Angelo. Angelo quickly, quickly learns uh, the symbiote's powers, like the web shooting, the extra strength, all that shit. He learns no. all the powers that it has. Spider-Man can't... Spider-Man doesn't work on him. Exactly. Uh, he gets the upper hand very quickly and starts beating the living shit out of Spider-Man. And Spidey's like, this isn't Eddie, this is a different Venom. Who the fuck is this guy that's beating my ass? Wait, if Eddie's there, who are you? Yeah, so... <laughs> what? Uh, but, you know, things happen in the heat of battle... And Venom lunges onto a person he thinks is Spider-Man because of the suit. Turns out it was an innocent bystander, somebody who's just a fan of Spider-Man. And Venom eats him. Mm. And Spider-Man's like, "Yo, that's fucked up," and then kicks his ass. Like a kick ass when they beat up the the kick ass yeah. guy. So he has to leave because you know I'm getting my ass beat. This is the funniest fucking part. So as Angelo is leaving, you know you jump between rooftops, you web swing. Venom has a little discussion with him about like. You know, you were doing pretty good there the first couple of minutes, and then you kind of got your ass kicked. You're not a good host. And as he's mid-building, Venom's like, peace, and lets uh, Angelo uh, fall to his death. Uh, Angelo! <laughs> like, yeah, man, you were winning for like that wow. first ten minutes, and then you got your ass kicked. You're not a good host. Bye. <laughs> he says, quote, you just don't have enough Venom. Yeah, and then he just takes off, lets Angelo <laughs> fall to his fucking death. That fucking guy's face, he's like, <laughs> Oh, fuck! <laughs> like, I'm ten stories up, dude! I'm ten <laughs> stories up with nothing below me! Yep, bye-bye. You know, I started off this episode with some sympathy for our boy here, but he's An just asshole. not winning me over anymore. He doesn't have that good himbo energy like you like. Like, he has so all of the himbo potential, but none of the actual execution. So as we as I talked about, the first alien that he had as a host, uh, Beta Ray Bill, for more than a mission, uh, ended up committing mass genocide. So that mm-hmm. left Venom with the anger and bloodlust that he had. Yeah, that was it. It was like Wolverine and Venom had a baby. Kind like of. the Bat-Bat. Uh, well, that's cool. I like that song. Yeah. So because of that, Venom always... Inside himself has the anger, bloodlust, shit for all that. Because of that, he ends up going off to try to find a new host. And who does he come across? Other than Matt Gargan, who's no longer Scorpion because he doesn't have the suit and he's considered yeah, a, he's talking about a low-level ranking villain at this point. He's not really doing a whole lot. And Venom's like, hey, you like to murder the shit out of people, right? That's kind of what your whole career was based on. Like, yeah, I did. I kill people all the time. Venom's like, how do you feel? we're going to get along. How do you feel about Spider-Man? I fucking hate him. Alright! Now we get the most bloodthirsty killing Venom that had ever existed, which is the Matt Gargan Venom, because this Venom, only thing it does is rip people apart and fucking eat them. That is all it fucking does. It was the most bloodthirsty version. Uh, Venom's even quoted as saying Matt Gargan was the most powerful host he'd ever had. He's like, there's something about his rage and bloodlust he had just fit with me. But in the end, but at the end of the day, just he wasn't working. I love his fucking doofy-ass eyes that he gets. Yeah. Where he gets the eyes, and then he has his own eyes. He also gets, through. like, there's some panels where, like, he's, like, 
fucking ten feet tall and like they're ready to like pounce on somebody. Like, yeah, here's a good image of a tall, big ass. Yeah, like, he gets super big and he just fucking eats people. Uh, yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah, here, here, here's another one. Basically, Matt Gargan doesn't have a problem indulging in Venom's bloodlust. Has no problem at all. Like, eat all the people, kill all you want. I don't give a fuck. Like, I have a suit back. I'm happy. I yeah. Uh, Venom later meets Eddie, who's been cured of cancer at this point. Emo work. So, Dr. Lee ah. is the doctor. I would, who, I would like to just have, real quick. Why did Venom just cure his cancer? He could have eaten a tumor. Because he, he didn't want Eddie to get rid of him. Oh, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. If I was Eddie and this magic suit cured my tumor, I'd probably be okay with the suit for a, for a while. That's fair. Uh, actually, before we get to that, there is one that I missed. Uh-huh. Piece of shit! That is Anna Wayne, a.k.a. Eddie Brock's ex-wife, also had the Venom suit for a very, very brief time. It was very tragic. Which Eddie are we talking about? Eddie Brock. Brock. Which Eddie Brock? The one who was married. So his ex-wife uh, kind of gets entangled in a thing. There's a murder. They think she's it. She calls Eddie. She hasn't talked to Eddie in a while. And she's like, hey, I don't want to get involved, whatever. Like, I know you're Venom. I have a problem with that, blah, blah, blah. Don't use your stuff to get me out. Just can you help me? Which he says, yeah. But then he just sends Venom through the phone, gives her the Venom suit, breaks out. It's the Did same. Did you say through the phone? Are you surprised there's a whole Carnage thing of a kid shit-talking him online and Carnage going through the Ethernet and then killing the kid because he shit-talked him on a video That's not game. how things work. I don't know if the, the audience for me is They do it a lot. He literally they do it a lot. the entire physical oh, oh, wire. Hang on, hang on. Oh, they do it a on, lot. Hang on, you're going to shit-talk me from my retracting grappling hooks and questioning on how much venom there is. And now you're like, yeah, like, this is a that, lot more extreme. That was a simple, like, yeah. okay, you extend it, you retract it, and then you swing, extend another one. You're trying to put too much logic. That in one pulls back, and uh-huh. there's no net loss of the suit. I'm not questioning that. This coming from the story of a kid who gets bit by a radioactive spider instead of having cancer he's gets not, spider powers. He's not radioactive. Yep. It's genetically altered. His. So what what you're saying is Wi-Fi is is uh, have you never seen proof. Danny Phantom? The exact same thing that happened to Danny Phantom. So anyway, his Danny wife gets Yo, sued. She breaks out of jail. And then there's a there's a bit of things that happen. But she meets up with Eddie <laughs> at the park. But then there's like there's like a gang drug deal going on. Uh, Eddie gets burned, she gives him the suit, and then she ends up being getting disgusted Whoa. because she realizes Eddie can't live without the suit. Like, he relies on it too much. She's like, I can't fucking do this. She kills herself. Like, she's straight up... Okay. She straight up jumps off a roof because... Weird flex, anyone that okay. You can tell anyone that, no, the reasoning behind it, I because I, I had to look at is it. Is it woman? No, the reasoning behind it is the bonding with Venom basically you get a glimpse into what Venom's mind is and uh-huh. she saw the bloodlust, the rage and all the shit that Eddie's done as Venom and it psychologically broke her so once Venom left she's like I can't I can't she live with this and game. she kills herself no the author just wanted to kill a woman that it just kind of seems like everyone that that's your Venom automatic go to not yeah. that it's psychologically damaging to be oh, yeah. oh, oh out of all everyone that's fucking Angela. touched 
fucking... Angel didn't kill himself? Well, he's a Venom. fucking crime boss! He's well, murdered know, millions he's of people! Venom. Millions! <laughs> you never know, it's a comic book! That's true! The numbers don't matter! I mean, how comics. many people have the Joker killed? He's just one dude? Yeah, lots. Anyway. Batman uh, wants. That com but that comes that becomes important <laughs> after the fact. He's killed at least one person. He's killed at least just Batman. just remember that she bonded with Venom. Yep, and then she died herself. Yeah, she killed herself. But th that's it's important. Way something later. in the genetic makeup of Venom that makes him ultimately We love you, women. I'm not saying anything. I mean, about everyone you. I've been married to is a woman. I've only no, I can't say that. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Venom, Venom, Matt Cargan. <laughs> <laughs> runs across Eddie, who has now been cured of his cancer thanks to Dr. Lee. However, the problem is... I'm having a great life, Eddie thinks to himself. Yeah, Eddie, I'm having a great life. But oh boy, is that the Venom suit? Venom tries to bond back with him. The problem is the treatment that was used to cure him, because Eddie had been bonded with Venom for so long, there were fragments of basically Venom DNA within himself. Mm -hmm. They got altered by the treatment, and we get anti-Venom. Which is a mm. mindless version of the Venom suit, which I like. I like Andy Venom's powers, which is literally he—if he touches you, you lose everything. Like when he touches Spider-Man, all the radioactivity, everything in his blood, fucking gone immediately. It just basically the cure for cancer that he Not was given turned the, the turned the Venom suit into a version of curing cancer, and anything he touches with powers, he zaps oh, yeah. it away. Yeah, Oh, it's 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 fine. It's just it's literally exactly. I have that choice Venom, somewhere. So I appreciate the color palette. That's cooler. That's better. Well, I showed I, you a toy. The, the art war. The art format, like the, the comic format, definitely better than like the figure. Yeah. So when Venom tries to bind with him, that comes out, and Venom's like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "Oh, I don't I know what this is." That <laughs> sucks. Trust me, he's got like so many kids. So that happens. Uh, they end up battling each other. Uh, Anti Venom almost kills Venom because that's the whole purpose. It saps the life out of with this chick. What does it come out as? Venom oh, has suicide. Sex. Oh, we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you, Sven. Well played. That, that was so, so quick. Good. That was so quick. Draw. Fuck. So Venom rebounds to Gargan. They escape, uh, fighting Spider-Man and Anti Venom as they do. Uh, and then Spider-Man has to kind of fight Anti-Venom because it's explained that Anti-Venom is a mindless version of Venom, so it doesn't have the sentience that Venom would. And it's just very much like, you have powers, I can sense you do. That's not normal. Let me attack you and sap that away from you real quick. It's a real problem. Yeah, it sounds like fucking those racists who hate the X-Men. Give you to suck. <laughs> so... Gar uh, so later on, they do uh, what we call the, the, you know, the Thunderbolts, Dark Avengers shit. Uh, Gargan is given a symbiote repressant to help keep to help him keep control of Venom, so that Venom doesn't eventually overtake his mind and become him. Uh, Gargan will always have control. So during Dark Avengers, which is uh, Mar the MCU's setting this up right now uh, with Dark Avengers having uh, the evil Cap and whatnot. What are we, some sort of U.S. agent? Fuck yourself. Uh, but Norman Osborn is the leader of Dark Avengers. Uh, he goes into therapy. They think he's sane because he's passing all the tests. He's not acting crazy anymore. But then, of course, that's a fucking lie because as soon as he gets the Iron, yeah, as soon as he gets the Iron Patriot armor, it's revealed that oh no, he's been evil the whole time. He's just lie. faking it yeah. so they would give him trust, he, and uh, he makes the Dark Avengers and fucks he, uh, everybody. He did this technique called uh, 
lying. And passing psychological exams, which is what got him released in the first place. Uh, anywho, they have, uh, they have the Siege of Asgard, where the Dark Avengers, Norman Osborn, all of them, they attacked Asgard. Like, it's a whole fucking thing. It's a whole story. Go read it. Uh, but during this, Venom goes on a full-on feeding frenzy. Like, he just starts eating fucking everybody he sees with no fucks given what side they're on. He don't give a fuck. It's probably because he has some built-up aggression against Asgardians. Maybe. Possibly. Because no. Yeah, that's probably. Uh, Miss Marvel shows up, and she Which sees one? Venom. Not not Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel. Yeah, there's a ton of those. It's confusing. Not Danvers. Yeah, not Danvers. Uh, anyway, so Miss Marvel shows up, and she takes she basically picks up Gargan and rips the Venom suit off of him. She's like, hey, stop fucking eating people. That's but not okay. She, like, immediately kills him. That's because her frail woman mind can't handle it. No, but Venom does bond to her. Uh, wow, Venom, she lives too? Yeah. Uh, oh my God, okay, well, yeah, but she already so, has superpowers, so it doesn't count. Eddie's wife didn't have superpowers. Yeah, she has like, the power cosmic kind of shit. Anyway, so Miss Marvel Venom starts attacking Spider-Man, and it's kind of funny because like reading when I was reading about the, the thing, she basically shit talks on the entire time about like you can't be a hero, blah blah blah. Look at this person I bonded with, they're more a hero than you can ever be, like tries to fuck with him. But then she kinda she gets control a little bit and she flies into some power lines, sucks up the power, because that's what she can do, and then zaps the fuck out of Venom, making him leave. Uh so then Taze off Taze off So uh Venom rebonds to Gargan, Gargan tries to get away. U.S. military stops him, and they put him into study. They're like, hey, man, this suit's not okay. You can't have it anymore. We're going to take it and figure out what so, the fuck is up with this. There's, in this universe, yes, canonically, canonically, yep. big world-eating men, yep. a guy who turns into a big green beast, yep. Yep. a forever soldier, a literal yeah. god, a couple literal a couple gods, gods, quite a few, um, Hercules, the a, a man who can go back in time, and 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 a, and a titan that controlled at one time all the infinity rocks or stones or gems. Yeah, and, sure. And in one iteration, a sword that did basically and, the and same. Thing. Don't forget a guy who can stretch his limbs. Really and an invisible baseball bat. That's amazing because it goes with the glove. At ah! one, <laughs> Wolverine had it. That's how he came back. At, at, uh, and there's also like a whole bunch of mutants and shit. At one point in time, do you just have that. have Tony Reed, Bruce, and like the other top scientists design a a hypercube and sink this some bitch to the bottom of the Marianas Trench, kind of like a Megatron, <laughs> but like who's really gonna look for this suit at the bottom of the Marianas Trench? And like, here's the thing. Oh, Here, hang on. Here's the thing. There's enough superheroes to where you could just have a permanent satellite over, <laughs> like where it is, just up, like, like, and just be like, all right, today on duty is Cap, Scarlet Witch, uh, Hawkeye, and uh, Hulk. You need to be up in the watchtower. You're on a twelve hour or on the twenty four hour rotation. Don't worry, your relief will be back in twenty four. And you just rotate all these. Fires. I just like the idea of someone's trying to steal it and just see the hear a message from space. You're 500 miles close to the Clint Tower. Back away now or face execution. I don't even, I don't even, like, and it's just a restriction. You know, honestly, I wouldn't do it to Venom. I'd do it to Carnage. Carnage is We're not talking about Carnage, dipshit. We're talking about Venom. Do it to all the symbiotes. Yeah, no, Carnage will be in But you can't weeks. do a, a volcano. It. Just toss it, like, have, okay, so, like, have you ever seen Deep Impact? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. 
or the core or whatever. Anyway, yeah. Basically. Yeah, you know, the core. All right, whatever. Everyone. Yeah, um, it's it's basically the, the guy has the material and it gets hotter. The hotter it gets, the denser it gets, and the more the stronger it gets. Just fucking put venom in that and toss him in in the volcano, and then he can't get out. And I know you're wondering. Well, that doesn't exist. It's a fucking comic. It I can exist thinking, if it I wants to. I know. <laughs> I did think that. I'm like, wait, it's a comic. Of course, it can exist if they, if they make it. Right? It's fucking. They un- made a new element. It's fucking unbreakabunium or whatever. Who the fuck cares? Unobtainium. No. So back to. Uh, I can't do unobtainium. I almost said it. That's why I went unbreakabunium. So when the U.S. military has venom, uh, away from guards, they find that the symbiote when it. Combines with somebody. There's a 48-hour window before the symbiote uh, has a full, complete bond with somebody. Yeah. And then, yeah so there's like a 48-hour window you have to... For, for 12 hours. Get a really good brain. So seeking okay. to reopen the Sim Soldier... Pro- so they want to reopen oh, the Sim Soldier program, which they tried... The whole thing he was hungry, and so she forced him to commit, or he, he forced her to commit suicide so he could have a snack! They tried this before. Was. That's where we got, like, uh, Riot... I can't think of the other fucking spawns. Oh, Riot, Toxin, Hybrid. Not Toxin. Um, we have... Toxin three. is Carnage, so that's right. not it. No, that's a Transformer. Anyway, uh, they tried this before where they would give symbiotes to soldiers and use them as a task force. It never fucking worked because the symbiote would eventually can overtake you, them. And can you, what if you, just, what what if you just took a little dropper and just whoop, whoop, and put a little dropper on the symbiote? In the it becomes a whole suit. Well, then you just have more suits. This is this is an exponential problem. This is yep, why we so, should put them in an unbreakabanium and throw them down the Marianas Trench. Vibranium. Also, as we've learned one. with how Carnage was made, if a little piece of the suit spawns off, yeah, what the it fuck's makes what another doing suit? In this shit? Just but holding then on to that, they should really be doing better with the vibranium and helping out with the. Uh, next thing you're going to tell oh, me is the Black Panther gets the venom. You want a crossover? For the, uh, like, specifically Venom, like that part of the, you know, the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Venom bonded dinosaurs. He yeah. does do that a lot. Uh, oh, okay, never mind then. Yeah, the, the Venom Rex is really cool. Like, uh, what the actual... You just said... The, the first time I ever saw the Venom Rex was the Old Man Logan yeah, yeah, Old Man Logan. Yeah. Uh, they're driving through the desert and the Savage Land. Basically, they were importing dinosaurs for fights with the Kingpin. But there's a fucking T-Rex that has the Venom suit and comes chasing after him. Not explain. I'm not okay with that. Which then Logan is like, Hawkeye's blind, so he's like, what's chasing us? And Logan's like, you don't, you don't want to fucking know. You <laughs> don't want to know what's chasing us. Faster, must go faster now. Must oh, go faster. The, the holy shit of yeah. Logan. <laughs> I have, oh God, I have that in my thing. I have yeah. to reread that one. I love it so one. much. Dude, I just love that Hawkeye is blind from, like... They say it's from, like, drug user, but, like, he's blind, but he's still accurate as fuck. Just the smallest pin drop, he knows where it is, and he fires. Deep breathing, motherfucker. Yeah, kind of like Daredevil, it's fine. God, I fucking love that, too. Comes in to save him, just starts slashing people. Yeah. Keep breathing, the motherfucker. The one, the one, slashing the one problem I did have with that was the uh, Hulk incest abilities. Oh, you mean that he was fucking She-Hulk at the end of days, and everybody left him alone because, like, we can't kill the Hulk. We'll let him have all of fucking California. That's his now. Yeah. Because he killed fucking Abomination and Doctor Doom for it. I don't care. And then he fucked his <coughs> Hulkling kids. No, the old man Logan was fucking... But, it's an amazing but, run. Basically, the way they do She-Hulk it... She-Hulk wasn't a Hulk figure. It was... It was Skrull, right? It's not really... No, no, she's a Hulk. Wow. She's his cousin that he... How? 
wow. blood transfusions. Oh, it's got, the hair series okay. will give it to us. Too. Holy She's God. in an accident. She gets I a blood transfusion care. from Bruce, care, and then Bruce Blue doesn't realize she got it. Stop talking about it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Old Man Hulk. But all that, the old man one's uh, really cool. Uh, all the villain, it's one of those things where like everybody had always thought why this hadn't happened, and then they did it. Where all the villains communicated, they're like, we outnumber the heroes, and they did, and then they murdered all the heroes. And we're like, man, there's like twenty of us to one of you. Why haven't we done this before? And everybody's like, yeah, yeah I kind of wonder why no one had yeah, fucking done fucking, that before. Uh, I don't know if we can keep talking about this, but then fucking Red Skull just wears Captain America's outfit. Fuck yeah, he does. <laughs> he fucking gouged his eyes out and then just wears his bloodied suit as his reward yeah. and, and takes over the and DC he's like, area. Well, I have nothing left to do. You know what would be fun? You know what would be fun? Death No, well yes, but no. Is if Dominic Toretto. Got the venoms. <laughs> okay, so there's there's uh. That's what I say. The whole like uh, all the villains teaming up because they're like, oh wait, we can just you know. Yeah, it's something them. everyone thinks about. There's like twenty villains to one hero. Why hasn't that happened before? And then they did, and you see what happens. They I I mean, like right? a well placed and well snuck sniper could kill Tony Stark. He's not always like in the okay. Like how okay. they killed Captain America. So, he just fucking sniped him from a rooftop. So yeah, just when he's not fucking paying attention, so, he's like, "Oh, I'm just you know sitting out on my." This is a picture. Of I I love the old man Logan because Take the way the they explain that there's no more X Men is fucking great. Wolverine's in the mansion, right? And he's with like Jubilee and some of the others, and they're like, "Oh my god, there's a security breach!" And he like dips down. He's like, "I'm gonna fuck these guys up." He's and he starts fighting like Omega Red, like all Death the, Strike, all, like all, all his main X-Men villains, villains, right? Then it, it's like, it pans out, and it's all the X-Men murdered, and Mysterio walks in, and he's like, yeah, no, I just made you smell and see what you wanted to. You did all the work for us. They're all fucking dead, and you have to live with it, bud. And then they walk away. And Logan walks up to a train, Genius. puts his head down on the track, and lets the train run him over. So old man Logan is him being like, you know, it fucked me up so bad, like, I have almost no healing factor, but I can't fucking kill myself. I live with the fact every day I murdered everybody I've yeah, ever it, known. This is great. Because they fucked me. And then they just fucking let me live. They let me go start a family and live because what was I gonna do all by myself against all of them? Mysterious, fucking nothing. powerful villain in the whole Marvel Universe. Anyways, back to Venom. Yes. I thought we were talking about Dominic Toretto. So yeah, there's the 48-hour window before it takes complete control. Uh, Cal Hendrickson is given the suit as a test run. Uh, goes horribly wrong, and they have to terminate him, because Venom immediately tries to take him over and do his normal thing. And then they put him back in uh, put him back in containment. They pump Venom full of uh, the symbiote refrescent. They just keep pumping him full of it. They're like, eventually this will make it to him docile. If anti-Venom touches Venom, they not just cancel each other out? Venom starts to die almost immediately. Why would we not just allow that? And then put anti-venom. Because Spider-Man can't let him kill because Venom is redeemable. Why kill him? And then that causes the fight between him and anti-venom and anti-venom takes all his power away. This seems like a lot of bullshit, but continue. So anyway, uh, this is where we get... This is where we get most people who are a fan of Venom from what I've seen. This is the one that most people go to as their favorite because they did a lot more with it. Oh, yeah. Uh, But anyway, we get introduced to Flash Thompson. Old uh, high school with Peter Parker. I wouldn't, you, you wouldn't want to find him either. Uh, Thompson uh, goes into the army after high school. He gets his legs blown off in service. Uh, but he, get, he gets pulled in here. And they're like, hey, you have an, an exemplary fucking resume with like all the missions you did and whatever. 
We have a way that you can get your legs back. It's a shame you got Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, hey, you can get your legs back, and you can serve your country again. Which Flash Thompson very much admires Spider-Man. So he's like, anything that'll make me like a hero like him, like, fuck yeah, sign me up. Gets given the Venom suit. And uh, that's the one I sent in the chat where he has, like, the chitinous armor. He oh, yeah. gets his legs back. He gets... Agent Venom. Cool thing. I fucking love the design of Agent Venom. Agent Venom's really cool. Uh, uh... But, uh, yeah, so we get that. Uh, Flash Thompson likes it because he realizes the Venom suit, he can be like Spider-Man, which, again, he personally he's always looked up to, the reason he joined the service, he was like, fuck yeah. As long as he's not like that loser Peter Parker, I'm sure he'd be like anyone. Uh, which, uh, Agent Venom shows up in uh, Carnage USA uh, when they come in to stop him. Uh, Agent Venom shows up because Venom's like, we need to fucking stop this little piece of shit. And Agent Venom shows up. Anyway, uh, so they, they do their thing. They're going on missions, stopping villains, yada, yada. We get Agent Venom. So you remember how I talked about before, with at least with Anthony and Jeremy, I did. Hi. Well, we talked about Doc Ock, how Doc Ock killed Spider-Man and then took over his body. Yes, yeah, the superior Spider-Man. Yeah, and then we get the whole thing of Doc Ock learning that Spider-Man was holding his punches and yeah, way but... fucking stronger than he ever let on, and he uses that to fucking murder every goddamn villain he comes across. Even petty crime. Like, somebody who just, like, takes a 20 from a register, he would just rip their fucking head off. He's like, I'm a better Spider-Man than you! Like, you weren't even using your power! <laughs> anyway, uh, fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. So, Flash Thompson runs into this. Uh, so, when Audio Octavius has Spider-Man's body, Venom leaves Flash, because he sees Spider-Man, he's like, here's my chance. Tries to bond to him. Immediately recognizes there's not something right with Spider-Man. This, this isn't Spider-Man for some reason. Why? Uh, we get, of course, he called himself Superior Spider-Man, so he calls himself Superior Venom. Yeah. Superior Venom. Well, that's cool. It's a pretty good design. Uh, there is uh, a design for Doc Ock that I really like. It's when he's aged and, like, his body is failing. He basically, I think he, like... It almost looks like a straight jacket. He yeah. seals himself in, like, a metal suit, and he just has tentacles, and he just... Like crawls around on all. Of not them. a fan of the the pudge with the bowl cut. I love that. That's a classic <laughs> design. That's fat nerd <laughs> representation right there. It is. Uh, so with this, uh, he goes and oh, fights God, the Avengers, uh, which Otto does hold his own against the Avengers. Like as I said, like he he used Spider Man's powers better than Peter was because again Peter was holding his punches and Otto's like fuck that. Just use your full fucking power. Fuck that shit. Right. Does the same thing with Venom. Holds his own against the Avengers. Uh, until eventually, you know, uh, obviously he has some weaknesses that, you know, they know, so they use that against him. Uh, but the other problem here is that Otto is very egotistical, and Venom latches onto that of like, oh, whoever the fuck's in Spider-Man's body, like, he's leaving his mind open a little bit, exploits that, tries to take him over. Uh, but Otto is saved by the remnants of, uh, as they put it, Peter's psyche, basically like, hey, like, I know how to get rid of Venom, like, don't do that or you'll be Venom forever. Uh... So Venom sulks back to Flash, uh, informing him, uh, and informs Flash, like, hey, Spider-Man's not really Spider-Man. I don't know what's up with him, but, like, something not right. That ain't Peter. Yeah, that ain't Peter. So later on, Flash gets asked to join the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, on behalf, because Tony steps down. They're like, hey, we need representative for Earth. Wants you to do it as Agent Venom. So he gets the, his armor changes up a little bit, looks more like a space suit and shit. Uh but this is all. This is where we get to the planet of the Clintar. Uh, 
because they, they start flying, and Venom, like, detaches from Flash, attaches to Groot, attaches to Rocket. Like, he attaches to every different member, and he starts plotting a course to some random planet they've never fucking heard of. Uh, that's when we get to the Clintar homeworld, uh, and here they explain that the Clintar, without Null's control, the Clintar wants to be on people who are heroes. They want to make the universe a better place, so they seek out people with that mentality, hence why he wanted Flash at the end there. Uh, and the Clintar uh, cleanse Venom, uh, releasing him of the rage and bloodlust, all the shit he'd had. They're like, yeah, we have a way to do that. So they do. Yay. Uh, but it also costs him all of his memories, so he doesn't no. remember Spider-Man, Deadpool, any of that shit. That's a great way to wreck Uh Except for Flash, because he's bonded on Flash. Uh, which is something that uh, Spider-Man goes to attack him later, and Spider-Man's like, don't you want to bond with me? And Venom's just like, I don't, I don't know who the fuck you are. Like, what I do don't you even do? know who you are. Yeah, like, what are you talking <laughs> Yo, about? Yo, buy me like, dinner first. Come are. on, man. Uh, the late, uh, FBI later attacks Flash to regain control of the symbiote because he went up to the Guardians without permission, basically. Like, oh. hey, that's a technically... A, yeah, it's off-world, man. It's technically a U.S. military weapon, bioweapon. You couldn't, you can't just take off and do what the fuck you want with that. Uh, watch me. Yeah. yeah. Watch me. Uh, but, because they, but because they attacked the Venom symbiote, uh, Venom ends up going into a feral state, being forcefully unbonded from Flash and getting shocked and so on and so forth. Uh, he doesn't bond back to Flash because he feels that anger and bloodlust he felt before coming back, and he feels very ashamed of himself having gone so far just to end up right back where he was. This is where we get Lee Price, uh, another short-lived Venom host and also the biggest fucking yeah. asshole on the face of the planet to Venom. Uh, so Lee Price gets Venom uh, because he gets into a gang fight between uh, Tombstone and Black Cat. Uh, he's in what he's, I believe, Black Cat's gang. They get into a gunfight. He gets all shot up. Uh... Kind of, he ends up finding Venom. Venom's like, "Hey, I can help you. Like, just accept me." Like, and uh, love me. Lee Price was an ex-army ranger, so to him, he's like, "Oh, he's like Flash. Like, he has this army training. Great, not fucking great." Because uh, turns out that uh, Lee is a fucking psychopath who had a very abusive childhood and did not take that lightly, getting his army training at all. Like, basically, anyone who's called named Lee. Yeah, so he apparently he uh, they reveal he had a very yeah. fucked up past, a very abusive family, uh, and it's kind of always been with him mentally. Uh, which this this one I feel bad for Venom with because like at this point Venom's come a long way. Like he went from the bloodthirsty monster to trying to be a hero to like now he's stuck with this dude who mentally abuses him constantly. I know how that's like. Yeah, basically Venom tries to tell him like, hey, we could be a hero if we do that. We could do this. We could do that. And then Lee just constantly <laughs> telling him, shut the fuck up. You are mine. I don't give a fuck what you want. We're going to do what I want. And I want to kill all the gang lords and be kingpin. So you shut the fuck he up and do what you're supposed kingpin. to. Vincent D'Onofrio's kingpin. So anyway, uh, he ends up catching the attention of Spider-Man and the FBI again, uh, which uh, not very fucking hard. Basically, Spider-Man just tells him, like, hey, Lee's a piece of shit, right? He, like, he just abuses the fuck out of you? Fuck him. Just bond with me. I'm a hero. And Venom's like, yeah, fuck this guy. And then they capture him. Like, uh, that's how they do it. Is like, Lee treated him like shit. Venom didn't want him. Pretty easy to get him back. Uh, but at this point, they're, 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 like, transferring the suit to be locked up, whatever. And we get introduced to Eddie again, who, <laughs> break, who basically stops the convoy, takes back the Venom suit, and... We get the whole thing of uh, 
basically, Eddie wants to be the lethal protector. Like he'd seen what Venom was doing with Flash. He's like, I've come a long way. I've come a long way myself. Like, why don't we team up again? We can be a hero like he wanted. You don't eat good people. That's basically what happens. Uh, but then he re- he he starts to read in that there's all this rage, bloodlust shit with Venom again. He's like, hey, bud, what's up? Like, I thought you kind of came away from all that. Uh, this is where we get into the King of Black. This is where it all leads to the head of there. Uh, Venom starts acting strange. Uh, Eddie can't figure out why he's acting so strange. Uh, Carnage appears. Yeah, and then they find that like Carnage is like taking people and like making some kind of cult. Uh, and he's doing his like at maximum power. Yeah, Anthony. Uh, we'll get into Carnage in two weeks after the Halo ring. Yeah. Uh, so we'll skip the we'll skip the part that involves Carnage. Uh, but basically, Null comes out of Awakening uh, because of Carnage. Because Carnage went out seeking him, so Null comes back and like, oh, there's a sig- like there's something for me to attach to it. Anyway, uh, then we get the whole fucking thing of Null comes back. Uh, you get like all the M- all the Marvel Universe has to try to fight him off because he's just slowly taking people to his ranks. Uh, Eddie stops him, battles him out. Uh, I haven't gotten to read the story, as I said, but from what I've learned. Uh, Presentation. By the end of it, Eddie kills off Null, but then somebody still has to be the god of the symbiotes because now that he tried to regain control of them, they're no longer sentient creatures. Basically, it's like now that they've lost their sentience and Null was making them what they were, like they need something to lead them, so Eddie takes up the role of like, I'll. I'll I'll be your god. Yeah, like I'll take Null's place (laughs) to make sure. I guess. Well, like Venom doesn't. Venom doesn't want Eddie, Eddie to leave. Really Eddie guys. is the head that wears the crown. Venom doesn't want Eddie to leave. Venom is very much like you've always been the true host for me. We understand each other. Like, I don't want you to go. And he's like, well, somebody has to you look over my wife and made her go fucking crazy. So, Anthony, do you have any idea who the current Venom is right now? Uh, the current Venom is Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the current Venom is Eddie Brock. No. Is it Flash Thompson? No. Is it Spider-Man? No. Oh. Is it Deadpool? So remember how I said it would be important later? No. With his ex-wife killing herself? She didn't kill herself, did she? She did. She very much killed herself. Is her baby. She was pregnant. Bingo! So it turns out... I just fucking guess. So they retconned it when they realized... Basically, they had the whole thing planned out with Eddie, but then you have to have a little bit of a retcon to see what happens. Uh, it's revealed that she was pregnant when she bonded with the Venom suit, and the Venom suit liked that there was a little mini Eddie in the picture. So that's what caused part of the psychological problem, is it wanted to take the embryo for itself. <laughs> yeah. So before that happened, she had given the she had given their son oh. to Eddie's father, like, hey, just raise the kid, and then she got mentally unwell. Got more mentally unwell the more she tried to dive into what the fuck happened to her. The Venom kills herself, Dylan grows up there. Uh, and Dylan is the current suit holder of Venom. Uh, Eddie sent the suit back to Dylan! Uh, yeah, so while Eddie kind of took Noel's place... Uh, Dylan Brock. Dylan Brock is the current holder of the Venom suit. Uh, I want to see this, this fucking cool. Uh, there's also the Venom verse I talked about a little yeah. bit uh, during the Rush Rider episode. Like uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's mini Eddie. Eddie! Yeah, so that's uh, the basic information there. Uh, there's been a lot of other hosts, but it's all like off branchy. 
Uh, there's also the one that Anthony likes, which is the Red Hulk Ghost Rider Venom. Venom, which is yeah. the stupidest combination of words, but it's amazing. Also, I really like, because, um, you know, physical characteristics on the Marvel database. Um, Big. A Dylan Black. is four foot eight and 76 Black. pounds. I think I could take off this kid. <laughs> <laughs> He's also a child still. I don't care. He got the he got the fucking venom symbiote. That's fair. I feel like he has the advantage, even though he's like six. So I do want to say for the the king and black thing, uh, there was an interesting thing that they did for that, mm. uh, uh, which I, I have to bring up Carnage for this. But uh, so Carnage finds out about Null, about like there's a god of darkness, and Cletus oh, feels that he is the god of darkness in his own mind. So he's like, I need to be that then. And this, the cult that, like, brings him back, like, explains to him, like, everybody who's ever had a symbiote has a codex in their DNA that, like, says that they've had it, whatever, and that's why Venom can rebond to people he's been with before. Mm-hmm. Carnage goes out of his way to start murdering all of them to eat their brainstem to gain the codex so that he can then gain the knowledge of where the fuck Null is because Venom's the only one that was associated with him. Because Carnage came after because of Venom, so he needed to yeah. know what Carnage was Null. Is Venom's son. Yeah, so like they showed like the screen of like fucking everybody from Wolverine to whatever, and he's just like, all right, I'm gonna kill that one, that one. All right, I just gotta eat the brainstem. All right, I'll figure out where the fuck Null is and be yeah. this new god. You gotta eat their spine so you can become the. Uh... Yep. Basically, because because <laughs> yeah, Venom the was the only one who had an association with Null, so he had to get all the pieces of his memory. Basically, I just understood what you were. I can't Thank wait you. to talk about Carnage though and talk about Red Goblin. Because that's a, that's honestly I think one of my top favorite Carnage stories Red I ever. Red Goblin? Did. Goblin these nuts. Yeah, when uh, Norman Osborn got the Carnage suit and went You don't ignore my joke. I did. <laughs> I refuse to ignore it. Do this <laughs> I started this company. You know I'm a sucker bitch! No, I really Jerry! Jerry's no more Norman. There's only Cletus. Like, that fucking blew my mind with that one. It's like, oh man, you got fucked. Anyway, so that's Venom. That's a basic ju- gist of the different people that have had him over the course leading into the newest story they've done. Uh, a lot of retcons that they did to make it make sense. But I yeah. love, and uh, actually, by I say I love, I fucking hate um, the pop figures. So I, I do get pop figures. I don't get them as oh, much yeah, anymore. Yeah, I know. But uh, my desk at work that I don't go to anymore because the world shut down. Anyways, um, there's been a venomized Marvel character pop figure lot. I have an X-23. It's just like the most ridiculous thing. It's like, are these all canon? Money, 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 oh, money, yeah, money, yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they, they, the Venomverse I mean, thing I got to all my took story. Eddie Brock from main continuity into that. I got all um, my small money. Ugh, yeah, there, there was the Venomverse that made all that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Venom X-23. Doctor nice. Strange, Robbie Rios, Ghost Rider. Any hero Ray. you can think of from, from a different universe where Venom picked them instead of Eddie and then he had to like team up with them. I think you have there's the universe where he picks Batman. I fucking hate you. So much. Why don't you start watching it? It's a pretty good show. No, the Venom but uh, the Venomverse are like uh, so I kinda of brought this up before, but Venomverse is part of all that because Eddie gets tied into it. Uh, so there's the poison creatures. And they're hunting down Venom throughout the multiverse, uh, which is why all the Venoms call Eddie. They're like, hey, we need we need ranks. So Doctor Strange and Cap Venom are like, hey, 
we're from another universe, we don't have time to explain, there's something hunting us all down, we need your help. Those, the little poisons that they made were so fucked. Because, like, at first, Eddie's like, how the fuck do they get you? They're like, like, maybe a foot tall, like, how the fuck do they take you over? And then it's revealed, uh, I can't remember who the fuck, I think it was Peter. Black suit Peter. He, like, gets stopped in dead tracks in front of one of them, and they're like, what the fuck? And then they reveal that what the, the poison do is, like, they open up their head. Oh, yeah, I have one. Uh, well, I mean, those, that's venom, but... Oh, you mean, like, the venom, venom wolverine, venom rocket? Yeah, those are all venoms. Yeah, then what are those? Yeah, those are poison. I don't, yeah, know, yeah, I don't yeah. know why they made a purple. They weren't purple. Anyway, uh... Basically, like, the poison opens up and it like it reads into their mind and it shows you what you want most and just brainwashes you into thinking it's going to give you that. No, because like it does, it does it to Peter where it it literally uh, it makes him think that his uncle Ben and Aunt May are. Aww. Yeah, it like fucks with them. It makes them feel real and look real. Oh, you mean like and it's like come tonight. with us, Peter. Like you don't have to hide anymore. Just come with us. And then. Uh, they reveal the poisons then latch on. They eat the venom symbiote and kill the host inside, and that's what the poisons are. Interesting. Yeah. How many movies has there been thing where the villain gets in the head? Like I watched Princess and the Frog yesterday, and yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and then it's revealed. Buckets. It's revealed at the it's end of the, the first part buckets. of Venomverse that it's actually Doctor Doom gave in the poisons at first with his venom, and then realized what it did, and then was like, "We're gonna do that to fucking everybody because fuck them. This will be my kingdom now." And then he starts sending him through the multiverse. And all the Ghost Riders got venomized? Yeah, yeah, Robbie Reyes. Robbie! <laughs> Still my favorite part of that whole fucking thing was them fighting and Eddie Brock bringing up Carnage and all them being like, what's a Carnage? And him being like, oh boy. They open up the portal, send him in, and, he starts, and then he tries to kill them and then they can like talk to him. They're like, whoa, we know you want to kill us, but we have these things called poisons. They're really terrible. Kill all that you want. And Carnage does, and then you have all the poisons running for their lives. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> we've never seen that thing before. Oh my god! Quote Venom. Uh, he's got shit you've never even seen. Uh, in his own words, uh, Carnage has over nine hundred ninety-nine ways to skin a human alive. Oh wow! You really should work on that thousands. Yeah, well, you know, and make it an even number. Well, you know, you can only do so much. Anyway, that was all the Venom stuff. Uh, Sven, how do you feel? Mm. Feeling good? Yeah. Wanna suck my dick? Now I'm feeling crazy! <laughs> you know what? Fuck you, Anthony. Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at CLT underscore sandwich and at Inferno Frenzy on it's Twitter. Had some things you want to talk about. I know, I know. You, you can also find me on your podcast platform where I'm the host of CLT uh -huh. Sandwich where we talk about cryptos, legends, salt tales, and this from around the world. We just send giants. <coughs> Sven, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> Uh, last night I was, like, just, you know, doing YouTube and scrolling forward, and I came uh, across a video, uh, talking about thalassophobia, which is the fear of the great deep sea. Yeah, that's what I have. Where we're gonna throw venom in Unbreakatanium. Yeah. In the Mariana Trench. Yeah. 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 But, uh, part of this video was, uh, a story of a... Like, like a smaller-sized vessel. I think it was crewed by... It, less than ten people. Okay. That went down and sunk to like a deep part of the ocean, and someone survived in an air pocket that was. Oh, I've heard of this. Was there for thirty hours, I think. 
And wow. oh my fucking god, does that just sound awful I and would, horrifying. I would never go over water ever again. Neither would I. Never. Like, the idea of of just... You have to think to yourself, no one's going to find me. No I'm one's going to rescue me. I would be... Par- like, you're in the pitch dark. It's fucking cold. You're wet. You're wet. I would be like, something's going to crawl yeah. up into this ah. air pocket. Ah. No, you see, I do have... Uh, the lassophobia. Yeah, thank you. Um, because I saw a shark underneath my boat. About six feet, probably. Yeah. Uh, we were, I was fishing in uh, in the Pacific with my uh, kind of uncle. He, he was the son he of... He just like to take me on trips sometimes. Uh, he was the son so of my mom. grandpa who married my grandma after my grandparents divorced. Okay. My, 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 my blind grandpa, it was his son from another marriage. Oh, yeah. Um, so we were fishing out in the Pacific, and then we stopped getting fish. That way you know why? Because there's planning on feeding you to the shark for what you did to your blind grandpa. Well, there was a whole bunch of things. Anyways, um, so he's like, hey, who wants to look in and see if there, you can see any fish? Oh, we look in the water. And so I put on some snorkel goggles, put my head in six feet underneath the boat. There's a shark swimming around. And I was like, there's a shark. I don't want to ever do that again. Anxiety, yeah. yeah. So that's why I don't like to go over the open ocean. Lakes I'm fine with because there's no sharks. You ever heard of freshwater bull sharks? I'll fucking kill you if you keep talking. <laughs> he does there are point, no though. fucking bull sharks. You want to bet? I do. You want to bet? <laughs> big-ass fish. That I mean, they're not supposed to be. They're not big. supposed to Were be. Were there any bull sharks in any Great Lakes? In 1999, two bull sharks found Lake Erie. They were reportedly seen in Lake Michigan. Oh! Oh! But they've all been dead. Yeah, they're not. I don't believe it's their native No, it's, no it's they're uh, uh, River Monsters. He, because he, I think he was in, like, New York or whatever. Uh, right. And he was, he was checking by, like, the rivers that go in. And he was catching Where sharks. Uh, I think it's the Mississippi or something like that. There was a there. There was a horse that right. got attacked, and they couldn't figure out what. Revealed that it was a shark, and then they found out that, or at least what they think happened, is that when the when the dam was lowered for the flooding, Damn. that some bull sharks that were just hiding out in the river anyway got pumped over, <laughs> and because he was catching baby bull sharks, he's like. This seems like that they the eggs were laid in fresh water and they have just these ones just kind of grew up adapted to. <laughs> Could you imagine? Because this? they can't get back to the ocean over the dam, so the eggs hatched and here they are now. Imagine that you're just like chilling out, let's say at an airport, and you're just chilling there, and then someone just fucking picks you up and puts you on an airplane to Singapore. Or do they give live birth? Some sharks lay eggs, others don't. I'm yeah, sometimes some times they do lay eggs. Sometimes they hatch the eggs inside of them. Okay. Either way, yeah, there's bull sharks in freshwater they found. Those are called mermaid purses. Even if they're dead, that would still imply that there's other ones alive somewhere to be able to find those ones dead. And that's a terrifying fucking thought. Welcome to planet Earth. Everything wants to kill you. Why are people? Oh, sorry. There was another story. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this is involved with penis. Three of them, actually. Oh, continue. There's four at the table. So there's a uh, uh, I got five. Pearl Harbor. Yeah. One of the ships that sank. Yeah, great ships sank in Pearl Harbor. Well, actually, no. Well, it was universe, in this reality. Uh, yeah. It oh, started okay. to sink, and they prevented it from sinking all the way. But three men, three twenty-somethings, got trapped in like a little storage room, and mm-hmm. uh, I've seen those before. I always wonder what they were. Yeah, okay. they're short eggs. 
they, they got trapped in this little storage room and they couldn't get these people out because if they punctured a hole, it would fill up quicker than they could open the hole big enough for them to get out and they would drown. And because of the buildup of gases from both the ship and them breathing, if they tried to weld it open, it would explode. Yep. And so they literally had to leave these three, like, young men in there. They were there for, like, three weeks. Oh, and they died. Yeah. Because there was nothing they could do. And that's horrifying. That is utterly... Yeah. Just, could you imagine the mental and physical anguish? I would have killed myself. How? How? Fucking bashed my head against the wall. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, like, anything at that point. Like dying slowly. Some part of me got angry, like... There is no angle that I wouldn't research, no resource I would not expend. To like, get those it was involved. like the 40s. Like, yeah, okay, but we, we can throw take some rocks a at it. Pickaxe. Like, I don't, like, pickaxe through those fucking metal like, walls. Yeah, here's the to. thing is, like, well, if you couldn't spark a flame, listen, you couldn't pickaxe either. Hang spark. on. No. I, I know that there, I know at this point in time there are big boats and there are big cranes. There's no reason you couldn't have gotten four big boats. And four big in, cranes. In, in their defense, they were just bombs. So they probably weren't thinking about Fair. saving these people. That is inexcusable point. for these men's lives. Because the ship technically wasn't fully uh, sunk and they were doing... <coughs> there was a watch of, you know, like, of just regular crewmen. And they could hear the people. That is nightmare fuel. I'd be like, uh, just imagine your first day on the boat. So, I know we got bombed and all. I, I think I'm hearing the voices of dead crewmen. Oh, they're not dead yet. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? Oh, they just live in our boat walls. They lied to the families of those people. Oh, to oh I bet. Because shit. they're like, they died in the explosion. I, mean, I bet. I would do the same, I'll be honest. I, I mean, think would some you of want the some crying learned. mother just. Uh, oh, your, your child died in terrible mental and physical anguish. No, no I would lie. I would lie. I would, I would lie, and I would fucking kill whoever and leave I want you to tell a lie for me. Your mother loves you. Not that lie, but... Um, oh. I want you to call my mother and Is tell her I died in a horrific accident. They could have done, like, a fucking tube <clears throat> up to the They were too busy surface. giving dolphins LSD and handjobs. <laughs> and staring at goats. A tube up to the surface for air. And food. Okay, let me let me put it. Depends on how deep they were. Do you, some sun fresh chips. Do you think to be Ben Affleck had time to figure that out while he was also <laughs> trying to go get Japan back for what they did while figuring out his love triangle? Yeah. Do you think they had time? Was also, I hate the term love, love triangle because that implies that there's all three of them are together. It's more of a, like a love greater than less than sign. It's not it's, like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck weren't trying to get it on as well. That's not a triangle. You don't know that. It's narrow. I'm a lighter to know, because I've heard something else to offset this anguish. Yes. Uh, my aunt, who lives next door, she, she just has like a little boat. artificial <laughs> pond with like a little waterfall. There have been uh, gray tree frogs in there, because oh. it's mating season, and I was snooping around. Watching them fuck? No, but I was like <laughs> listening to the male's mating call. It's so fucking loud. I can hear it all oh, the yeah. way from across oh, her yeah. yard and up to my room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Frogs are fucking loud. On my walk this that's morning, that's all I could fucking hear is just like. Ah! It was really fucking weird. He's not inaccurate, but he's so inaccurate at the same time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Three of them. I think there were two oh, males. Nature's wonderful. It is. 
Did you hear about the fucking people uh, in the yeah, Midwest? Be more specific. We are people in the Midwest. We are. Okay. No, we're the, the middle Midwest. Out further, where they get cicadas. Ah, yes, we, we get like Michigan. Here too. Fair. It is not out right <laughs> now for whatever reason. Yeah, uh, they say it. Like that. I, th- I think it was because we had that Frost. like small period of time where it was really hot, warm, and humid, and then it went super fucking cold. Yeah. yeah. So they all came out, and then it was like, oh, and they died. <laughs> Oh, Speaking of the, I saw a news article the other day. There was a restaurant that was trying to get rid of the access by making pizzas this. out of them. Yep. And I was like, that's the worst idea. Yummy. Ever. No, okay, so the, the shells, uh, it was oh, they yeah. did take off the wings and put them on the crust. Dude, yep. let's get a slice. No. Let's get a whole pie. You're right. No. No. I would no. try it. I would too. I would. It's just a shell. It's just <laughs> protein. Yeah. Who cares? Get out of your head. You on Culture Swine? Yeah, Mike, where can people find you? So you can find me at Beetle underscore cast on Twitter. New episode coming out this Thursday. Before we go, I would like to talk about the story that happened to me today. Oh, please. All right. So I work in an office setting where I have to be very professional with my... Yeah. I have to be very professional with my emails, right? Okay. And I always am, to a T. But I've been at this company now going on four and a half years. Mm Mm-hmm. Four years? Four years? Four years in September. It's my fifth year, so yeah. Four years in September. And I've decided that there's not any hope of me getting any promotion within this company. There's just not. Okay. Uh, I apply for everything. I don't even get interviews. It's fine. I also don't make enough. Uh I also don't make enough for all the hats that I wear. So I'm done being nice. You should get less hats. I should. But I can't say no because my anxiety and depression drives me to say yes to everything. So I get feedback today, and what my one of my main processes is inspections, mm, right? Okay. So I we review pictures of people's houses to make sure that they are an acceptable risk for us to take on as an insurance company. Now, who gave you this feedback? I'm not gonna say that. No, no, I don't. I mean, like, level oh, oh, it was a peer, like it was someone equal to me, just has been in the company since about the time Anthony got hired in, right? Hi. So she's a year ahead of me. Okay. I don't like where this is going, so... The feedback is, it's it's really shittily formatted, so I hated it. It's like, hello, we've noticed an error in your processing. Here's what you forgot. Please note, or whatever, that this is just, like, a reminder. You don't have to do anything with the inspection, because we've taken care of it. Just wanted to give you a heads up for going on, you know, processing in the future. Here's the SR number. Here's what you did wrong. Here's, you know, have a great day. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Typically, I just let shit go like that. I'm like, whatever, it's fine. Which is a lie. I never let shit go. Okay, if you're going to give me feedback and criticism, I fucking dig deep into it. Because if I leave feedback for anyone, I dive into it for like hours, making sure that I'm actually correct and the other person is incorrect. Yeah, Not I- a cursory glance saying, oh, Mike touched this. He must be wrong. My email back was... I just want some clarification on why I'm getting this. I had this SR. The occupancy was changed. According to our processes, I don't process this inspection. I set a future review for someone else to review the new SR, which is a service Mm. request, which is created when our system kicks out the error for the occupancy change, and then they process both inspections. Here's the articles for the processes. Here's... All the information laid out, like, here's the SR that I had, here's the SR that they had, here's the comments they left, here's the processes, and because 
in the feedback to me is like, I didn't leave notes in the SR. Valid, but the article doesn't say I need to leave notes in the SR. And then therefore you don't know. Right. But my future review task, which populates to whoever opens this SR, says occupancy change on inspections. That is immediately for you to go and look for the new created SR for the 9A team, which reviews this. Okay. Sent that back. All I want now, all I want now, you're correct. <laughs> I'm not correct. Anything like that. I'll pass this on to the person that actually processed it incorrectly. All I want. Do you think I fucking get that? Yeah. No. 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 And like the reason why I wanted to bring up peer reviews is because there is a team that does audit yes. work. And yeah, I, I, I used to be a part of it. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. If, if like. So the reply back to me is, thank you for your reply. A lot has changed since I started. This is this is a process that I'm still trying to get clarification on myself. A lot has changed since I started processing this thing. Again, this is just a heads up so everyone's on the same page. Thank you, this person. Hmm. There was no apology. No, there wasn't. And it's also, we're not all on the same page. I'm not wrong. And I told you specifically <laughs> who was wrong. I'm not fucking wrong. It's not a heads up going for You're wrong. In, in my, 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 like, thank you line was like, please review and let me know if you have any questions. So there's two responses to that. What? One. Fuck yourself. Basically, like, I'm ignoring this because it doesn't matter. Right? I'm ignoring this because it doesn't matter. He was right. I don't care. I'll fix it. Or responding with, like, you're correct. Or, like, I've looked into this. Here, Any kind of rebuttal at fucking all would be appreciated. Anything. Any new information. Any. Not. Things have changed. <laughs> really? Because if they changed, they weren't fucking updated because I followed the steps in the goddamn article. So, also... This is a process that you're still unsure on. We've been processing the same fucking way for two and a half years at least. How many of these are being sent out by this person doing a cleanup that are just getting fucking ignored? Because at the end it says, don't have to do anything with this because we've already taken care of it. No! No! So I said, I said, I was going to let it sit. Because when I woke up this morning... I didn't want to be a jackass, but this person pushed my jackass button. So I replied, I replied, I'm confused at this statement. Again, this is just a reminder, whatever it is. All right, this is just a heads up, right? Yeah. Because that implies that I did something wrong. Yeah, and according, well, I mean, it should. And according to the articles, I didn't do anything wrong. And I spelled out everything again. Your reply. I'm trying to remember how I worded it because it's really good. Your response was not helpful. Did not clarify anything. And provided no valid feedback for processing in the future. I mean, Regards, yeah. Michael. I thought we were all adults in this company. You thought. 
My supervisor reached out to me. He's like, hey, don't you think that might have been a little harsh with that? Like, it might just come off differently from email versus texting. And I want to say, like, no, I wanted it to be fucking harsh. But I didn't want to say that. I was like, I didn't even mention it. I was like, no, she didn't provide anything. And she's accusing me of being wrong. I'm not in the wrong here. All I wanted was, like, X, Y, and Z. And she goes, like, yeah, it kind of sounds like this person made a mistake and, and was like, maybe she doesn't realize she made the mistake. And so I was like, and we went back and forth. I was like, that's all I want. All I wanted, and it could have ended there, was you're right or you're correct or this was my mistake. This person should have gotten the feedback. That's all I wanted. Don't try to fucking make yourself look good by shrugging off absolute bullshit because guess what you're talking to the king of fucking bullshit right now you can't bullshit the bullshitter okay not the, the not the king of bullshit you can't skirt around the fact oh processes have changed oh it's a lot different this is just a heads up fuck off you're wrong i'm right own your goddamn mistake when i fuck up i own my mistakes you know why because half the shit i do on a daily basis is fucking made up because no one knows how to process in this new system. So I just break shit. And then when I break shit, yeah, fucked up. Going forward, in the, future, the whole reason is how many people have gotten this feedback and just ignored it. That's because they don't care. True. It's true. Because they're just wasting fucking time. And it should never come peer-to-peer. -peer. It should always go through a supervisor because it's like working in a restaurant. If a customer complains about food, the kitchen doesn't want to fucking hear about it. It's fair. That's my soapbox. If you work in a professional environment, one, you're an adult, so fucking put on your big boy pants. Two, quit being fucking nice to everyone. Three, most importantly, fucking check yourself. <sighs> that reminds me of the story. I know we're going, but it's a really funny story. If Sorry, it's so quick. It's for Mike. So on Friday, yeah, I didn't eat, I didn't eat my lunch at, uh, during work because yeah. I wasn't hungry. Right. So you know, before we recorded the sales and sandwich, we went and we got Burger King. Yep. We got to the drive-through and the, the oh, poor God. working person is like, okay. said, "Oh no!" She said, "My shame." Hello. Can I just preface people for what's about to happen? Oh uh, yeah. So Anthony has <laughs> sort of made a rule now. Ben is not allowed to sit in the front seat anymore, and this is why. We got up to the drive Now, Mike, you've worked in this time. Yeah, I have. Jared, you've worked in time. I, I have, yeah. Ben has not. Ben's working in service, so, so it's kind so of... So, the, the girl, who I assume is a teenager, uh -huh. she hits the thing and says, Hello, my name is blank. Yeah. I will be served. What can I get you? And Sven says over, he's like, Ben, I don't want to call asking what your fucking name is. <laughs> To which I shushed him and reprimanded him immediately. <laughs> and we got home. And we, and we kept, because we kept bringing it up, because it was really fucking hilarious, because, and then she was like, oh, she didn't hear me. And we had to explain to him, like, you could hear everybody in that car. Everything. There's not there's a not, person that could go unspoken. Soul. When we got to the window, a manager was there. <laughs> it's like they were ready for shit to go down. Oh my god, that's amazing. It was so funny. Oh, but the, the, the cherry on that cake. When we get back, Anthony's unpacking the bag, and we're like, okay, burger, burger, fries, jalapeno poppers. Huh. The mod sticks are still Yeah, I don't have any mod sticks. Anthony's looking me. like, okay. huh, no mod stick. Okay. Then we start opening up the burger. I take one bite of my burger. I look at these two. I look at Sven and Anthony. I'm like, you guys have, your guys' Whopper have everything it should? And they're like, 
yeah, it was like, you know, tomato, pickle, yeah, onion, yeah. some lettuce. So like, yeah, I'm like, mine's just all condiment and lettuce. So they must have thought I was the one walking <laughs> around. <laughs> so mine doesn't have fucking anything on it. Jared with the second burger. Oh, oh God damn it. First. Jared with the second spread. <laughs> <laughs> so the kitchen staff clearly fucked with Jared's burger. Like, you know what I mean? The tailor? I, I ate the whole thing, and I'm just, as I'm eating it, I'm like, I wonder how much of this is spit. <laughs> it's so good. And I have no way to know because it's, it just, it's, it's a mess. And Sven feels so terrible, which is the only reason why I'm bringing it up. I, I do. I feel fucking awful. Like, it was supposed to be this dumb, edgy joke, like, haha, it's harmless. No one can hear Listen, me. They probably took it that way, too, okay? That's <laughs> like, well, I. Because immediately he's like, I don't know. I'm like, shut, shut up. Yeah. I gave a little pat on the face. Yep. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, you know, yeah. it's going to be even funnier is when I go to the doctor and they're like, why do you have gonorrhea in your throat? You're like, Son of a bitch. <laughs> the universe punished me for not, but by not giving me those mozzarella sticks. Yes. And the kitchen staff punished Jared with a <laughs> for nothing. I look. Holy shit. Taylor, if you're out there, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, since we've, uh, Taylor's. She's she served me before. Yeah, I think my order before. That's fantastic. So I'm just like I'm like oh this. The bartender. Mexican dude, he's cool. The other two white fucks, whatever you want to fucking do to the burger. No, I think it's Anthony. You always get that Whopper with a jalapeno oh, Whopper. God, that's amazing. So that's how we're we're what, we. He did that when we went to what was it Taco Bell the first time around a while before that. I, and he I shouted at the well, thing. Okay. And he's like, they can't hear me. And we're like, but, they can hear you. Unless it's, you know, like, something inane or silly, like me just, like, going, oh, I am never doing that again. I am never saying anything mean or, or spiteful. This is what we call a lesson learned. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I had to learn there, a lesson, there, but it's okay. Three people in the world you never fix up. <laughs> My daughter is so teller, cool a fast food worker, and your mother. That's fair. Uh-huh. I like how we like, each, like, turn to look at it. Uh, so you can follow this show at Oddcast and uh, Oddcast Network anywhere. We thank you all for listening every week. Uh, you can email us oddcastmedia@gmail.com. And if you like what we're doing here and you want to support us monetarily, don't forget we do have a Patreon. Yeah, and at the one, piss three, I'm five, piss myself. At the one, three, and five dollar level, you get early access to all Love the shows guys, and all the bonus content. Again, that's at Patreon.com/slash/Oddcast and. Any support is fantastic. If you can't support us monetarily, we understand people are just getting back to work into the world and the economy's just starting to maybe pick back up. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, you can we'll find out. Leave a rate and review for us on any of your podcast platforms. It really helps drive people up the charts and get us noticed by sponsors yeah. and things like that. Um, and if you have anything negative to say, fuck off. We're a bunch of fucking nerds that do a podcast for free. So if you have a problem with it, you know, we know we're not for everyone. We had a go. Let's shake hands and, and part yeah. ways. And maybe you go listen to the zombie Call of Duty one because apparently everyone likes that one. So, but yeah, but, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, it's been fun. I learned a lot about Venom for whatever reason. This must how it feel like. Huh. I feel like this is how you guys feel when, like, I start stealing Power Rangers to you. It's just, like, so much information. It's yeah, just, like, yeah. holy I mean, fuck. I, I took it easy. Like, yeah, I know. So fucking much. It's uh, dense. I had to nitpick out what I wanted yeah. to actually use. No, it's fun. But, uh, thank you all. Yeah. Uh, we'll catch you all uh, Thursday. Uh, Anthony, I'm pretty sure Anthony said yeah, he had a topic. And don't forget, so. next, uh, next Monday is going to be episode 117, where we're going to do a special Tim Allen meets Master Chief. So it'll be fun. Bye, everybody! Bye! Bye. Bye.